keep that brief too. Hey, folks. Sorry about last. Sorry about last week. Sorry. We have to be quiet on this one because there's a baby, as always, in the house, and there's also a sick adult woman. Mm. So if you fell asleep in the middle of the Meg, <laughs> I get it. Because we were being really chill on this one. It is not a good... I, if I'm giving it my uh, pizza rating system, as I've often talked to you about it, I got the Meg at about a... <laughs> size of the sharks alone, yeah. it, it gets it to a 3-4. See, I felt like the sharks could have been bigger. Like, yeah. Like when, like when all was said and done, I was like, when Jason Statham was next to it, yeah, it's big. No, it's uh, I'm I'm thinking about it. it's a three point four on on a ten scale. It's kind of like Andre the Giant. You really have to be there to really really grasp the size of it. Yeah, I could, but I guess if you if you're not listening to the audio of film and you can tell that it's slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was one where it was over. Even Kristen, who loves to watch any kind of horror movie, was like, "That was terrible." <laughs> like, yeah. She said, but does, does she want me to ask you this about Kristen? She strikes me. She'll watch a film the entirety and then say, yeah, that was awful. Or is she saying it like when she feels it? Because, uh, you know, the film like I knew in 20 minutes that I hated Anchorman. And I know I'm the only person on the planet that thinks that's one of the worst movies ever made. I knew within 15 minutes that Vanilla Sky is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> Vanilla Sky is worse than Eyes Wide Shut? Yes. Mm, I don't know about that. Oh. <laughs> we'll agree to uh I like disagree. I like Anchorman. Anchorman two is a pile of dog shit. <laughs> Put it at that. They're all piles of dog shit. I don't know if she recognizes it midway or not. I just know in this particular case of the Meg, when it was over, she went, Well, that was terrible. Um the you know, the the one thing since we did buy it was like at least we spent less on it than we would have seeing it in the theaters. Yeah, because that was what was most disappointing. It some of my movie people that like like uh no, no fan, Sean. Not a listener. Not a listener. Bottoming for Leo, uh, Sean. Bottoming for Leo, Sean. Um, <laughs> he was like, I you know. He goes to these movies and all the time. He had that movie pass when it was still a thing, and yada yada yada. He said, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I, was, I trust his judgment, but it was just like I saw this hot piece of shit tonight, and it's just another <laughs> more recent validation that his but Sean doesn't know what he's talking about. Movies is just garbage. <laughs> I thought Eyes White Show was really good. I stayed awake the whole time. It was the only one. It was a, there was a movie like that. I remember one time. You know me. I'm a sucker for warm films. But there was one called The Thin The Thin Red Line. It was a Malik Henry or a Malik. Uh, was Michael J. Fox in that one? He, there was. It was loaded with people. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Jim Caviezel at his youngest. A little rapey. It was about. I mean, no, that was. <laughs> That movie is different. That had Sean Penn and Michael J. Fox were in the same film together. And oh, that one was, that was rapey. Called, that one's called Casualties of War, and that one's very rapey. Yeah. This was a movie made in the late late 90s, and it was about the Marines in Guadalcanal, but really it wasn't. It was one of these guys, named, his filmmakers made a bunch of weird stuff, but Malik something, I can't remember. And it was the worst film. I fell asleep in the first 30 minutes and woke up, and it's like a three-and-a-half-hour movie. <laughs> I woke up at like the hour 40 mark. So mm. a solid hour and 10 minute chunk. And I was like, I know exactly what's going on. This movie's got to be horrible. <laughs> if I could fall asleep at the 20 minute mark of a film. Yeah. Sleep for an hour and 10. Wake up at the hour 30 mark and say, has anything happened? Yeah. Everyone's still alive. This is a war movie. 
Yeah, there are movies out there where it's like, if I put this on, it's guaranteed to make me fall asleep. Like, <laughs> you put on Apocalypse Now, and I am <laughs> just fucking out. Like, it's like, you want to watch some boring-ass war movie shit, put on Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tonight, we watched The Meg. The Meg, yeah. Excellent piece of cinema. Mm-hmm. Easily in the top ten yeah. of... of uh, Water-based fish horror movies. <laughs> Next week, it's The Shape of Water. <laughs> We're going to see what that fish does to get back his revenge on this whole bullshit. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking, next week, we watched the original Piranha from the 1970s. Well, we we also have good news for M and P, Matt and Perth. Yeah. We do have a version of Revenge of the Nerds right. recorded. It's just, it has, no, it's edited just... It's White true. as the snow. It's true. I didn't think about it. It came on on AMC, so every every good part about it, you know, the they nudity, the there's Darth still, Vader. There's still good parts, but you don't see any of the boobies. Yeah, the Darth Vader um, sexual assault scene there at the end. That's not. <laughs> that's probably not going to be in it. <laughs> Would never have flown today. No, that'd be on the news. Yeah, if 100%. they made a movie... That did that, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but anyways, we'll uh, let y'all get to listening. Tonight's The Meg. Fairness, we did cover more of The Meg. We covered a lot five. of The Meg, and we tried to stay quiet and sleep, yeah. and kept it sleepy and and peaceful. And and we did well. I th- it's, it's another episode. So, have a good time, and uh, we're sorry. <laughs> Bye. Hey, folks, are you looking for a great deal on a big old deal? Dill. Head on over to adamandeve.com. Enter promo code TPTOPOD at checkout, and you'll get 50% off that deal, <laughs> along with three free adult DVDs, a mystery gift, and free shipping on everything. Ooh. Get that big old rubber dick sent to you in style. <laughs> Discreet shipping. Discreet shipping. That's a maybe. Nobody's promising Honestly, that. Honestly, I don't need it to be discreet. I, I would think I kind of want my mail my mailman or my Amazon guy. Yeah. To, I want Adam and Eve to take the dill out of the packaging <laughs> and wrap it tightly in brown paper so yeah. it's an obvious big dick in the mail. I think that would be a better way to, to do it. Yeah. But just to, to, to put a tiny bow, like mm-hmm. not even just a tiny little right. yellow ribbon on a huge dill. Right on the tip. Plant it on the door. Yeah. And just, that's that's that. I have a grass, if it's one of those dills that stick, that has the rubber suction cup, they yeah. make those. I'm sure you can get it at adamandeve.com. Yeah. Just put it on my glass window. When I walk home, There's I know I got my package. I'll talk right into the microphone. <laughs> Head on over to adamandeve.com. Enter promo code TPTOPOD at checkout. Receive 50% off any one item. Free, three free adult DVDs, a free a mystery, mystery gift. gift. That could be anything. We don't know. I mean, what, that could be a, another deal. A mystery gift from AdamandEve.com. I mean, that could, be, could of, be exciting. Yeah, that could be a cock ring. It could be one of those clip-on clitoris vibrator things. Bag of, box of magnums. It could be, which would You're ready to plow. be wasted on me. Uh, <laughs> lube. Wasted on the both of us put together. <laughs> Is that too much self-deprecating humor? Maybe. Maybe. For all we know, the free the free mystery gift is a copy of like the second season of the Three Stooges. That would be oh, what a <laughs> gift. Anyways, go to adamandeve.com. Enter TPTO pod at checkout, receive 50% off any one item, three free adult DVDs, a free mystery gift, and free shipping on everything. Support this podcast, get a great deal at a great deal. 
Yeah, that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>the same intro is the same way the last pod started talking yeah, about my voodoo talking about voodoo hmm. <sighs> you sure you bought it yeah go down to go over to movies now go see where it says watch list oh this is great for the listeners here go down to meg Ugh, why does play. it say play trailer it doesn't make any fucking sense mm. click on it see what happens it's just gonna play the trailer bro Maybe we need to log you back in or something. Tried this last time, it worked fine. I definitely don't just want to play the trailer. Well, click on the, uh, click play trailer and then go back. Oh, there, there you go. go. Here, do resume. Well, you don't want to do resume. You want yeah, to? Do... I know you do, but but because your TV's being weird, we'll do a workaround. If I catch something good here, you're not. It's the very end. Now, see those boxes. Go over yeah, those buddy. boxes. And then go to the very first. I think you started too early. This one's like, welcome to technical with the with, with the special. I'll cut all I'll cut all this out. I'll cut all this out. I'm not gonna cut any of this out. Well, I wasn't ready, man. I got water to make. Unless you have something solo to say. Does that mean you have to pee? No, no, I just did that. I, you know, make my do you want to? Do you want a Jamerson? I might. All right. But uh, well, if you're making water, make me a water if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. My leash. <laughs> what helps my might you be needing, sir? Chocolate and bread. Bring me a cum rag. <laughs> Chocolate. You know what would happen all these other the butler shows up. Get something to get this body out of here. Lonely <laughs> bitch. Jeeves, come here and wipe the sperm off my stomach. Nigel, come come here and wipe the smer- spermatozoa off off my butt cheek. <laughs> be the be the worst wealthy person to have a butler. Just just make them do just make them do nasty shit. You revert back to childhood. James, I'm done. James. Come wipe me. <laughs> if you're going to be out of the room, we need to pause this because you're missing, you're missing introductory content here. Oh, does it, is it going to matter in the long haul? Let me guess. Something went wrong. Let me guess. Literally without any context here. All right. Man down. A lot of condensation. A lot of flashing lights. Boat. All right, hit me with it. What happened to this boat? Uh, Jason Statham mm-hmm. is the world's best deep sea rescued person. Of course he is. So this is not a boat rescue. This is like a deep, like nuclear sub-level deep submarine that is damaged and and uh, taking on water, and they're getting injured people out. Mm. And he gets this guy out, and there's something... Something lurking in the deep water mm. that banged up against this ship and just beat the shit out of oh. it. Oh, okay. But you know they're so deep underwater. There's no telling what it is. 
But in a second, when you see some giant bite marks come into it, it gives Jason Statham the theory that some massive animal was out there. And he gets this injured fella up to the rescue sub and has to make a split-second decision as to whether or not they stay attached or bail. Oh, detach. And his, com- his, uh, his fellow rescuers are still down there. Notice the older gentleman they just showed in the background was in the movie I've brought up way too much, Vertical Limit. <laughs> that, you know, for being a really bad film, it, you've definitely brought it up way more than you should have. I like bad, snowy movies. If there's snow and it's bad, I'll watch it. I'm trying to think of the best bad snow movie. Ski School. I don't recall that one. Um, what's the one with Zach Galifianakis where there's snowboarders? Don't recall that one either. Cliffhanger. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. If there's snow, I'm in. It's like it's like I don't really like hockey, but it makes me feel cold when I watch it, so I'll watch it. Right. <clears throat> we haven't said what we're watching. <clears throat> no, we were obviously talk- we'll say it in the intro. Um. Well, you we might as well say it now. It's like we're watching uh, Meg <laughs> for Megalodon. The, the Meg. Starring Jason Statham. Starring Jason Statham. That shark just get blown up too? Old J.C. States. Old J. <laughs> Old J. States. One can only hope they look as impressive as he does at his age. The man's in his 50s and he's cut. It's I'm torn on Statham. To a actually, reasonable degree. Like he's, he's not like grossly ripped like a bodybuilder. He's like in good 50-year-old man shape. Right. I'm not gay. I just wish it's, just... The... <laughs> it's not gay if it's in a three-way. <laughs> There's a honey in the middle. You've got some leeway. Jesus. That's What's going fun. on in the second studio two rows down from us here? You were saying you're torn on Statham because of why? I don't know. I liked the early... I really liked, really, really liked the early uh, Snatch, Lockstock, and two, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. I, I like those early Guy Ritchie you films. Didn't, you didn't like the one where he has to keep his heart going with car batteries? No. What was that one? Iron was, Man? No. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I think it was called, I want to say Torque, maybe. His, he, he like, international terrorists rig his heart to where it, it has to be recharged constantly. I don't know. Super, Let me ask you this. Would you rather hang know. out? You have, you have one night. You have to go... You spend all night, real a real hoot owl kind of night. You're you're gonna be up till the crack, and you have to hang. Ugh, I with, just hate that idea. I know, all off the rip. I knew that yeah. was gonna be what it would it would it would hurt. Yeah, I'd rather just bottom for somebody. <laughs> well, two straight weeks of bottoming. <laughs> uh, but you had to spend time with either two types of people: that really awkward, over the top. Horror genre, like the guy we discussed with the walls. Yeah, and then cargo lap. shorts and boots. Well, we had we all wrote a different character. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah, the horror guys and a lot of them. Yeah, the horror genre people. There's gonna be people, heavy metal involved. Or people that like are connoisseurs of uh, Gone in sixty seconds. All of them. Or not? No, no. Fast and the Furious, and then the movies like you just talked. Torque. Yeah. Or the, what's the one uh, where he was, the transporter. Yeah. Five. I don't know, is suicide an option? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, one night with super crazy horror kids that are really disturbing. Well, if we're talking about a large group of individuals, I've got to imagine that there's 
there's more people involved than just the dudes. Are there girlfriends there? Like, is it a mixed crowd? <laughs> yeah, it's a mixed salad. It's right. not just going to be like dudes that love the horror and then dudes with, that love the transporter. I'm going to go with the horror then because chances are those, like in this scenario, those chicks are going to be more interesting to be around. Even the dudes will be more interesting to be around. I feel like the chicks that are going to be in the Fast and the Furious crowd have no personalities outside of whatever they've, whatever they've absorbed from their boyfriends. Right. Like, I don't have any interests of my own. I just do what, what, what Ben likes to do. Okay, cool. Oh, man, I know that. I know that both that male and that female, that, like, when they get into a relationship, it becomes, so what are we doing tonight? <laughs> and you know exactly. So Halo and Tacos? Like, what? So I guess we're gonna do Dorito nachos again. <laughs> Is are James and Patrick coming over again? Uh, <laughs> it's just every time they do the base, the downstairs just smells like weed and farts when I get up for work in the morning. Which, by the way, I still need help paying the rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I have. I have paused the film. What'd you get? Bill it. I almost got tequila because we were having Mexican, but I decided against it. In the interest of pod transparency, we are going to have a hard break soon because sandwiches are on the way. We've got some lovely tortas coming. I have a what can only be a German Shepherd hair in my mouth. Yep, that's definitely a Legion hair. How did he do that? <sighs> 37. 37. So, so what do you think of the movie so far? <laughs> I don't really. The thing is, I've seen one scene of this film, and it was pretty sweet. It's been pretty generous calling it a film. Film? Hey, I mean, this is what sells. I'll tell you this. I've seen it one time because of date night. It's not very good. Um, it's no piranha. I'll tell you that. There's definitely no nudity in it. I do think, though, something you'll be happy about, there's no dog death. That man, I re-listened to that while I was on the road, and I got—I felt the putrid anger rise because <laughs> li- we listen to these things a lot. Well, and there was a—I believe after Halloween, there was dog death, and whatever we did next, I feel like we saw dogs die in two movies oh, back to back. Jeez, probably. <laughs> you know, and then we've got Turner and Hooch. This is just there's some sick under. This will help. Really? I haven't had one in a few days. I always found that the, that the mix was just a bad combo. Mm. Depends on who you ask. Well, that's true, but... Let's get megged again here. Let's man. get megged. There's a, there's a <coughs> time, and I'm pretty sure this has been shared with most people, so I don't mind sharing it on the podcast. There was a time when, uh, when Kristen still worked at the Bone Garden, and we hung, out, we hung out with that crowd, which is a little bit more of a rowdy crowd than the Leon's crowd. The Leon's crowd were like real drinkers, like till four in the morning. The Bone Garden crowd was was more like we're going to drink and get drunk really fast, but we'll <laughs> be done by like two. And Leon's was like, we're going to pace ourselves. We're going to drink really high end shit and we're going to do it till like six in the morning. 
they were they were they were more snooty about it and yeah. they took their time. But there was a time <laughs> at the Highlander with my neighbor Josh just lining up Jameson shots and Miller High Life pitchers just just getting into it, eating late night Cuban sandwiches. Have you had the Cuban at Highlander? Mm-mm. It's good. Or at least it used to be. So we did that, close the bar, go back to the apartment. And Josh comes knocking on my door and after like 30 minutes of being back and he's got, he's got, I don't remember what he had, probably a bong. He's like, let's do this. And I was, I was drunk enough to be like, like yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And Kristen's standing there going, I'm not going to take care of you when you get sick. <laughs> She's just pissed before I've even done it. I'm like, I'll be fine. And cut to, I'm laying on my stomach on the bed with one foot on the floor so I can at least create the illusion the room's not spinning. <laughs> And I've got cold rags all over me to try and stop the vomit from coming up. It's like, this is a bad idea. It's like, yeah, no shit. But in the, in the history of our relationship, both dating and married, that's the only time she's ever, she had to take care of me. Um, the roster, the other direction, is really stacked. I've, yeah. I've taken care of a uh, inebriated Kristen Many more times. Uh, she I've already discussed it on the pod, bro. I took a dick punch, had to pick up tea all over the house. The one time Leah got me. I don't remember the dick punch what? story. I don't think you've potted this. Oh, I definitely have. I'm, it was I was the designated driver for Leah one time. I've never heard this. What? At least not on the podcast. Oh. Well, I'll keep it as brief as can be. I, I always, you know, you want to... You want to go out those nights when you, <clears throat> especially now that I have a kid and I kind of get it a little bit more, you kind of want to just go out and have a good time and, you know, do let loose or whatever. I'm losing track of where I'm going with this. What are we do you not, about? do you not find with a kid and life now that you are less inclined to go out and you're more interested in just staying in and oh, having no, a well good time? And here's the thing about that. That was me. That's my natural nature. Yeah. I want to be here. I'll look at y'all's <clears> pictures and. That looks good. Y'all are having a good time. But it's not for me. I know what we were talking about, though. We were, I was saying one of the, time, the the dick punch story, but I always said I wanted to go out and drink with Leah. Mm. She's not a big drinker. Yeah. But, you know, you just want to go out and have some drinks, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm not saying, like, let's shut, close the bar, like you said. Let's go to Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's one ninety nine drinks at Applebee's today. Like, anything. You know, just fun, whatever. But she doesn't like to do that, and I understand. Let's go get a beer garita at Chili's and tear it up. <laughs> some secretaries. Well, one night she she said, well, you drive me and her friend. Is, they were going to some sorority event. <clears throat> and I was like, you want me to drive you there? Are you going to have drinks? She's like, I'm probably just going to have one or two. And I was, like, I was kind of pissed off because I was like, man, you're going out with your friend. You don't go out with me and drink. There's that whole bullshit yeah. jealousy thing. Yeah. So I dropped him off, and I was like, let me know. And I was like, I don't want to be up all night. Have fun drinking yeah. with <laughs> fucking Rachel. And here's the funny part, but is that it's so true. I really wasn't that. Here's the thing. As a man, I was like, I'm not that pissed. Because I get to be at, this is like a Friday night or Saturday night, whatever it may be, at home, by myself. You know? Yeah. Nothing. No one's going to say, why are we watching that? <laughs> There's no, you know, nothing yeah. like that. I got you. And... But at the same time, I have to be like, fucking won't drink with me. <laughs> so you have to like do this very fancy footwork of like acting as if you're mad. But in reality, you're not that mad, but you still have to show out a little bit like you are. Well, about one o'clock in the morning, five hours later, I was like, hey, I was sending her a text. I was like, what's up? 
You know, like, let's, I have to drive over there. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. And didn't get any response for like 30 minutes. And then it was, it was something so like. Uber was out? Yeah, there's just no. This is pre-Uber or I just mean, I don't weren't, think it, weren't Uber? They, they don't, it was at the cusp of Uber probably. Okay. And uh, yada, yada, yada. She sends me back some unintelligible thing. Come pick us up. I pull up. Now I'm just pissed. And I look over there, and she comes stumbling out. I was like, one or two drinks. <laughs> one or two drinks. Yeah. And they're both just stupid, girly, ridiculous drunk. Mm. Appletini drunk? Yeah, just the, I don't know, just bad. And they're both like, we want, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. We, let's go through let's the drive-thru. Yeah, well, it was not just that. It was very specific. We want steak and shake. We decided. <laughs> I was like, one, you don't even talk like that. That impression was good. Because I was like, but that's not her. But that's what she sounded like then. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so I was like, whatever. Like, uh, this was like, bitches. I don't even fuck y'all bitches. Because they're just, ha, ha, And I haven't been able to do dog shit all night. No drinking, because I didn't know when I was going to have to pick them up. Yeah. So he pulled up the steak and shake, and they want Western bacon cheeseburgers. <laughs> With double fries and milkshake. <laughs> and the No whipped cream. <laughs> so uh Motherfucker, I said and no whipped cream. Of course the cream. other girl wanted she wanted a burger, but she was like, but no no ketchup, no mayo. Like, like fuck customization at two o'clock in the morning. Ask him to put onion rings on it. <laughs> Ask him. <laughs> Austin! Ask him. <laughs> Leah, so why won't he ask so her? So Leah says she wants she wants the biggest sweet tea they had. So I just said, and at this point, I had just conceded my night. Give me a bag of sweet tea. Well, I just said, what's the biggest sweet tea? They, 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 blah, 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 blah. Was, yeah, that's fine, whatever. So I we pull up. I got. I was definitely on Leah because we didn't have. We weren't married. This was no. We didn't share a bank account. And I yeah. ordered the whatever the biggest. I was. Do you have like what's the burger that no one ever orders, but it's the one you're always <laughs> supposed to push? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's how much here? At, at Steak and Shake, it's eight ninety nine. Holy shit! Yeah, give me that. <laughs> fuck it, give me two of those. All right, fuckheads, give me your debit cards. <laughs> no, I'm not buying this shit. I'm taking your asses home. And it. I am getting rip shit <laughs> drunk in like ten minutes, and I'm not taking care of either one of you. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, that would have been nice. So we get up to the counter to pay for it. I take Leah's card. I reach. This is she'll vouch for this. I get the card to the window. And when I feel the sudden surge of pain, as Leah had just leaned over from the passenger seat mm. and un, unprovoked, <laughs> un, un, <laughs> un everything, yeah. just Johnny slugged both of them, caught them flush. I was in pain, you wouldn't believe, <laughs> as I was passing the card. So it was like, yeah. ah! <laughs> the card, the lady in the window, I'm sure to this day tells a story to every trainee about the night she saw. The girl punched the dude in the dick and balls. Because she was like, Leah just started cackling like a witch. It was so funny. <laughs> there was no remorse in her eyes. So I'm in so much pain. It's a funny story. Well, that's not even, honestly, now. it's not even done. Yeah. The quickest part I could finish is we got, by the time we got from that steak and shake to the front door, it was 10 minutes. The girl in the back had passed out. Like, out. So now, uh, guess who's eating your western bitch? <laughs> Me. Well, well. So, and the other part is when I had said the world's biggest tea, they literally gave her. I didn't even know a restaurant could sell you a tea this big. It was like one of those sixty-four, like yeah. a drink that is advertised on television commercials in Alabama. Yeah, come on down here to 
a 272 ouncer down here at Willie T's Gas and Feed. We'll give you 72 ounces of iced tea and a hefty bag with more tea to pour in it when you're done. Double bag that hefty bag. And don't forget, red hot's are a dollar. <laughs> but it, yeah, no, they gave her... So we get out of the car. I pick up her friend. Her friend immediately... I was trying to like, ar- like put her arm around my shoulder and, and kind of walk her. Right. She slumps off. It looked like she was about to bonk her head. Maybe, like, she was falling straight forward with no arm protection. Snap a neck kind of fall. Yeah. I grab her. Million so, dollar but baby. It looks, yeah, but it looks like, <laughs> it looks like, from a neighbor's perspective, that I just got this girl taking her from behind in my front yard. <laughs> He's going to rape that girl. And this girl, immediately I have her basically looking like doggy style. Starts puking, so my neighbors would look out the window and see Leah holding the world's biggest white styrofoam cup, <laughs> watching me behind this girl trying to keep her from falling while she's just while she's yakking into my front yard. And you would think the story would be over. We open the door. Her grandmother used to live upstairs, as you well know, and now it's two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Leah. No, Granny, it's me. And then Leah cackles the one, with that one cackle. Some kind of crazy gorilla strength came into her hands and she crushed that tea. <laughs> 64 ounces of tea cascaded along, yeah. along this wall, peeled in the corner. They both start laughing. Granny's like, well, What's going on? I, was like, I got this. You bitches get downstairs. But the other one's passed out. Yeah. So I pick her up, get her downstairs, lay her on the floor. Nah, you, that's when you treat her like Andre the Giant. Like, this is where you stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. This is where you stay, I but I went, and you I can got, clean this tea shit up tomorrow. Down, I got her downstairs, <laughs> laid her out, prob- and, and on the sofa. She was fine. Come back in, Leah's butt naked on the bathroom floor. The, the tub is running over to the water. Water's running over the tub, yeah. and she's butt naked with her Western bacon cheeseburger <laughs> on the cement. <laughs> so I rushed. It was a bad night. It was just a bad night. <laughs> it's. A funny story now, probably infuriating at the time, uh, but it brings to mind, I have friends that get slappy when they're drunk, and it irritates the shit out of me. Slappy? Yeah, like, well, in the sense that Leah got drunk, I thought it'd be funny that, to punch that him in the balls. A, yeah, I was I just wanted to hear what slappy meant, because this was not Like, my buddy Mike, when we would get drunk together, like, like for uh, there was a stretch of time where for his birthday, I'd take him to see a comp comedian and then vice versa. Yeah. So like we'd go see Patton Oswalt or we'd go see Brian Posehn or we saw Michael Ian Black. Uh, and inevitably like he'd, he'd be drinking and like, I remember we were leaving the Earl and he'd put some beers away and he's like, let's go through the fuck. We either went through the crystal or the McDonald's, either one of them at two in the morning. Sounds mm. like a great plan. And as I'm driving on the highway, trying to eat Crystal and maintain, he just fucking slaps me. <laughs> and it's and it's some shit he's done since high school. Like he just gets drunk and then just slaps you on the face because he thinks it's funny. And it's oh. like, God damn it, dude! I'm we're gonna get in a fucking car wreck. <laughs> See, the thing about that is that that hits me in all the right comedy buttons because I think the other. I mean, it's unprovoked. I'm, 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 no I'm, announcement. I'm, just I'm, swap. <laughs> Well, I just meant to tell you the other day, I was watching something on your Hulu. I think it was Hulu. And on your feed popped up, uh, you'd been watching Three Stooges. And yeah. I almost just texted you like, I couldn't love you anymore yeah. than I do in this moment. Because I grew up on that. And when those uninterred, there's they call it slapstick comedy. And most of it is pretty stupid. Yeah. But when like 
someone just open hand slaps somebody, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. I don't really need context. <laughs> the open handed slap to me yeah. is more degrading than a punch. Yeah. Because when you open, when you open, and I'll, I'll use the uh, kind of the urban diction, when you bitch slap somebody yeah. like that, it's more degrading because you're not out to knock that person out. In fact, you're not even wanting that to happen. You want that person to be readily aware that you just fucking open-handed <laughs> slap them across the face. So, yes, I could see why if I had seen your friend do that to you. Yeah, he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was a serious problem because we're doing 70 on 400 at 2 in the morning with some beers in us trying to eat Crystal and drive. It's like, dude, now's not the time for your slapstick humor. Let's put the brakes on that and get on. He's like, oh, fuck you, slapstick. <laughs> Give me my double quarter pounder. <laughs> so before we bro out too much, what what's what have I what, what have we got going on here, Meg? They're back right. in port, clearly. Yeah. No, they're the whole movie takes place well, most of the beginning of the movie takes place on this what looks like an oil rig, which yeah. is a, like a science lab for for deep sea ex- exploration. Yes. And yes. They, they have figured out that the deepest point in the ocean is not Marianas. the Marianas no. Trench. That in fact the Marianas Trench looks like seafloor, but it's actually a thick cloud of gas that can be penetrated with a sub. And so a tiny little sub has penetrated that layer and gone to a whole new realm of unexplored ocean with sea life nobody's ever seen at depths no one's ever been. I don't like that kid. Yeah. Why would her kid be on there? And why would she be in the hallway with all of her toys? Well, that's her daughter, and she's she's one of the main scientists. On don't the, like it, though. Thing. Just saying so anyways, this deep sea sub has penetrated what is essentially the Marianas Trench. <laughs> we just went a minute past material-wise. As much as we covered on that last film, we just <laughs> we just surpassed it. Inside we're, making like up for, we're making up for Mars Attacks. <laughs> Mars Attacks. I'm going to give you the full plot synopsis of the Meg. <laughs> so this tiny submarine goes deeper than anything's ever been. It's seeing sea life no one's ever seen. It puts out this little rover. It's flashing lights everywhere oh, so they can no. see it. This, no. This is one of their little sub ships. It's, it made it look like a man. A it it looks like something out of fucking Star Wars. Anyways, the subs, the subs down there deeper than anything's ever been. And something hits their little robot that's crawling on the ground. Yeah, okay. So, <coughs> like, like plates clanging quiet or... <laughs> um, and something eventually hits the sub and, and renders it undrivable. So now they have to figure out how to rescue a three-man deep-sea sub that's deeper in the ocean than anyone's ever been. Huh. And one of the dudes in this science lab knows Jason Statham, so they get him involved, and uh, they're going to try and go rescue uh, this chick that looks like Rebecca Romaine Stamos, but isn't. Like pre-Stamosing? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the husky dude with the beard and the Asian guy from Heroes. And what you eventually find out, it's not spoiling anything because we're watching it, that that cloud that people thought was seafloor of the trench keeping everything is in. what keeps everything mm-hmm. in because it, it, it's not obvious you can go up from there. And by, by penetrating it, it's given way to the Meg to <laughs> get up to regular ocean <laughs> level again. This is why I think Waterworld is still one of the most underrated films of all time. We should get it on the pod. And by the way, Rain Wilson plays a billionaire, pretty believable when you look at him, uh, that funded this whole thing. Okay. That's why he's there. That dude has been in so many movies. That- he's from New Zealand. 
Really? Yeah, he's he's and, he's almost and, always a terrorist. Well, what's funny is when you look at him. Oh, and that's Ruby he was Rose. Pa- he was Pablo. Yeah, he was Pablo Escobar in Blow. That's right. Looking at him now, though, knowing he's new, a New Zealander, a Kiwi, it's like, well, that makes sense because he clearly is a descendant of some uh, Maori tribesmen with his general, with his complexion and his look. I bet he could do a sick haka with the tongue and everything. <laughs> Ruby Rose is in this. Kristen's got a major girl white on for Ruby Rose, who is an Australian lesbian. Shout out to Matt and Perth. M and P. M and P. Who's sending us a care package. And hey. I'm really stoked about no, it. No, just a nice letter of appreciation. He's sending us Tim Tams. Okay. Tim Tams and Vegemite. Oh, that's right. Tim Tams and Vegemite. I say we take the American bite. Really go big bite. No, I want to eat it the way they <laughs> eat it to figure out if it's good. According to Hugh Jackman, you you toast some bread, you spread butter on it, uh-huh. and then you do the thinnest layer imaginable of Vegemite on top of it, which just basically adds you know a how salt I know this layer. Bullshit. When's the last time that guy ate a piece of bread? <laughs> well, on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, showing him how to eat Vegemite, probably. Yeah, yeah. But I want to eat it the way they eat it. I'm not going to eat it the way gross Americans eat it because I'm I'm not interested in yakking on the pod. I want to, you know. We, we we could go back to the pod. We started talking about this and just... I, I remember we might have talked... They're cheat. Wait a minute. Why is the little girl on this? Uh, they're not in deep water. She she has full... She has free range of the of the yeah, space... What, what kind of, of science the experiment sea station is this? Because, well, it's her mom's thing. And she's just oh, like... Oh, dude, speaking of which. She's just like hanging out in the sub. I don't know if you're into like moderately depressing things that are very interesting, but I've been hooked on this airplane... Well, I love a good Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. No. So. <laughs> it's on the Smithsonian Channel. I think it's called Midair Disasters or Air- Airplane Disasters. I shouldn't watch this because I have an irrational fear of being in a plane crash. Mm. And this show is a show that makes it seem possible. But what you start to notice is that the different, the, every time they're doing a recreation, it's like 1973, 1989. It's never, like, you never see like 80, 82, 83, 84, 85. Like, planes yeah. just don't crash like that. But when yeah. they do, it's very but I watched this show. The movie The Gray always makes me feel better. It's like some, like a handful of people survived that one. Yeah. They ultimately didn't live through the end of the movie because of wolves. Well, to, to my point about what I was saying with this this little girl who has free range over this multi-trillion dollar, billion dollar boat and equipment. There was a, this was a true story. A pilot of like 30 years wanted his kids to see what he did. He had a 15 and a, 14 or 13 year old and he let him in the cockpit and he mm. turned on the autopilot but it made them think that they were flying <laughs> right and then the, the the 15 year old boy was at the autopilot and he was trying to it, because of some hard resistance he was giving to the autopilot while he because he thought he was flying the plane yeah but the autopilot was like okay dumb nuts we're gonna turn right and he fought that mm. keep it triggered some kind of malfunction plane goes down everyone dies <laughs> and then they start doing the investigation and these yeah. people are like I can't believe he had this kid and they were saying in the olden days it was something that it happened yeah, yeah. You, you want like if you're a pilot you check your bag at the gate have a drink with the pilot yeah <laughs> or just but especially like kids being in the cockpit and yeah. in the pilot's chair that's the thing the plane starts having problems and there's a 15 year old in the chair and the g-forces were so strong that they there was nothing they could do. Yeah. Like, and then once they did get the kid out of the chair and a pilot, his dad back into the chair. Yeah. All game. Just in time to hit the. <laughs> <laughs> I was just imagine my, my shitty 
comedy brain was like, how funny would it be at the end of all that if he just said, you good job, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong kid, dad. <laughs> I never loved you. <laughs> the plumbing box. I'm not your real dad. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, we were there listening to the black box. Um, <laughs> I told your mom to get an abortion. <laughs> It was, it was a, they fought, they fought hard. We had about 30 minutes or 30 <laughs> seconds of t- film. But the last, the last thing we heard, we decided to leave out of the official report. And that was, uh, that was the pilot telling his 15 year old son that they tried to abort him. Uh, no real, no real we love there. We understood the pilot's frustration. The kid clearly <laughs> did something wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. So, it's, no, I mean, I remember being a kid, like flying to Colorado, like. Pilot put on autopilot and then like tour the r- aisles and mm-hmm. give you give you some wings. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, nah. There's a guy with a with a with a burka <laughs> on back there. We're gonna stay up here. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It, things have changed so much. A little bit, a little bit. I uh, I want to hit pause only because I'm hungry and I want to see where the food's at via the the app. Cheers. All right. This bitch just saved 50% on her dildo at adamandeve.com. This bitch. She used promo code TPTOPAR to check out. This bitch. She also got three free adult DVDs and a mystery gift. Get out of and here. And best of all, she got free shipping on the whole order. Free shipping for this bitch. She went to adamandeve.com, used promo code TPTOPAR. This bitch. Say that again? It's a long time between, like, action. Well, what you come to learn, the only reason the attacks happen is the shark, it's in such deep water, all these new lights are, it's like a, it's like a fucking red, red cape to a bull. Like, it's just like, oh shit, light, I'm gonna go over there and fuck some shit up. And, uh, so that's why, that's why the first attack happened and... The sub that's stuck turned off all the lights because they figured out, like, whatever's hitting us is responding to the lights. So kill the lights. And then, yeah, Trisha Takanawa is down here with a whole new set of lights and her and her uh, James Cameron sub. Because <laughs> I am James Cameron, the greatest pioneer. That's no, probably... Too deep. No, ocean too deep. <laughs> Probably the most like unbelievable part of this movie is they're allegedly deeper than anyone's ever been, and she's just in a a glass bubble like it's no big oh, deal. The pressure's not like probably nine hundred <laughs> trillion pounds per square. She's inch. in a cute little single person submarine that they designed to look like a giant sting yellow stingray with a little glass <laughs> sphere in the middle, and she's yeah she's she's deeper into the ocean than like you know man has gone out uh, into outer space, and it's no big deal. Nothing's happening. Oh, man. Yeah, she's wrapped up in a squid. She got giant squidded. Ruby Rose is freaking out. And she don't know what's going to happen. Shirley Meg comes. Yeah, that's what, that's, this is when she sees it for the first time. And. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't know. Statham, Statham gets vindicated because, you know, because of what he did in that first scene where he he detached and then two crewmen died. And, you know, they, they said that he was getting uh, some sort of brain sickness from being under the water for too long. And 
he was like, no, something was biting into that submarine. We had to go. Nobody believed him. And now that they've seen the Meg, uh, everybody that didn't believe him is like, I'm sorry. He's like, you know, haters. You know, fuck all you guys. Because yeah. I said something bit. And now you've seen that something's down there. We're really over Megging. <laughs> you know? Do you want to talk about Mars attacks a little bit? I mean, we probably should. Bang, bang, bang. Well, we got some we got some action on um, Instagram. A couple new likes. A couple we new did? follows. Yeah. Some of them are definitely from like, I like the guys on Instagram. They, yo, totally dope. Check out my shit too, bro. <laughs> did you just do this every time? It's like, you know, that dude, that's his full-time job. He's just well, there's going. there's programs. You can, you can spend money for Instagram programs where it will anytime anybody posts something and hashtags it with hashtag butt sex. Yeah. This pond thing of ours could pay somebody to automatically comment on that. Yo, sweet pick, bro. Check out our profile. <laughs> hey, did you hear about <laughs> you hear about Chuck Berry? <laughs> <laughs> Which I do for the sake of honesty, I did some research the Chuck Berry stuff that I alluded to last week, I did some research. It's not entirely accurate. Okay. There's it's worse. No, no, <laughs> no. We're not starting this. Do you know who Danny Thomas is? He's Sounds familiar. He's a famous comedian of old, and his claim to fame is, this, I believe, is uh, founding St. Jude hmm. Children's Hospital. So he kind of gets a pass. <laughs> but the lore around the Chuck Berry PP stuff. And the and now what I've learned is the Danny Thomas doo-doo on the coffee table is so commonly discussed on different internet forums that there's they some get overlap. Ten to one. And there is some truth to the doo-doo with Chuck Berry, but it's not the table. Uh, apparently the coffee table and the doo-doo is all Danny Thomas. <laughs> and Hollywood just gives him a pass because he started St. Jude. And I think he actually started another major foundation as well. There is some doo-doo lore around Chuck Berry, though. Okay. And our tortas are here. Perfect timing. We'll no. save the doo-doo for after we eat. No, wrap the doo-doo up right now. <laughs> well, I read when I was reading about it, There's, it's alleged that Chuck Berry might have been into the same coffee table shit, but supposedly, apart from videotaping women peeing, he liked to videotape sexual shit that he was doing with his girlfriends and what what have you. And supposedly there is a video out there of Chuck Berry peeing on some woman. Mm. And then once he was done, he told her to stand up. I don't know, possibly. He says, all right, stand up, give me a kiss. And as she goes in to kiss him, he says, get away from me, bitch. You smell like piss. (laughs) And so she goes and cleans herself up. And comes back into frame as he lays down and says, all right, now give me my breakfast. And I won't tell you what his breakfast was. No. (laughs) But that was all on this forum about Danny Thomas and the doo-doo coffee table and the Chuck Berry pee-pee tapes. That's got to be it. Apparently, apparently Chuck Berry was really into poo-poo and pee-pee. And the uh, tortas are here, so we're going to have a food break. After that doo-doo chat, and we'll be right back. Those sandwiches were not bad. Excuse me. They weren't great either. Excuse me, tortas. They weren't as good as I remember them the first time. That's true. The the pastor torta the first time we got it, I do think was better. 
I actually liked your sandwich more than the pastor one. Yeah, I was indifferent. I think they were both equally disappointing. They were they were adequate. They were food. They were food, but they were adequate. As my neighbor used to say, like whatever makes a turd. <laughs> His girlfriend and Chris would be arguing over where the four of us should go eat, and he'd go, "I don't give a shit. It all makes a turd." <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit too f- much frank, too too frank for me. It's like, I don't care where we go, it's going to be a turd anyhow. But that's no way to live life. Yeah, but in those days, it was like, oh, should we go to, should we go to the Vortex? It's Tuesday, it won't be crowded. Oh, fuck that, let's go to the graveyard in East Atlanta. It's like, we're just arguing over, like, where to go sit down and eat burgers and fries. Just, like, fucking, <laughs> like... And in those days... Crystal when, it is. Well, I was like, let's go where the parking is easiest and the people are the least shitty. Yeah. That was always my caveat. <clears throat> it's a good caveat. So now these people were just rescued or something? Yeah, he managed to get them through the, uh, the extra deep <clears throat> sea. And... Uh, they lost one, though, and so everybody's like, yeah, of course you lost one. This is the guy who who bailed and killed two of his own men back in 79, <laughs> or wherever year it was. He's like, you don't get it. You're in the deepest parts of the of the world. You can't just, you can't just hang tight while everybody gets comfy and puts their seatbelt on. <laughs> and also, in his defense, the, the Asian kid, he sacrificed himself so they could get away. Because they could see on their little sonar beacon that whatever is out there, it's coming back to ram us again. And so y'all got to dip. So the guy from that, what was that TV show he was in? Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing that resonates throughout this movie. Resonation. It's it's very poorly written. The, The dialogue... Like credit to the actors because they're doing the best they can <laughs> with what people with what whoever gave them. It's like I wouldn't be surprised to learn that this was someone's first time directing and first time editing and first time writing. Because like I watched the whole thing, it's like this feels like some shit they could have turned out on the Sci-Fi Channel in a month. Yeah, like it's just. Like you, you just never throughout like a good movie you against your own will you get invested in a character or invested in the story and you and you connect with it somehow and this is this is one where you can just 100% watch it from outside the fish tank and be like eh kid died whatever <laughs> oh, dude died alright look at that it's a big fucking shark whatever yeah whatever the beer yeah I get that is it there's something pleasurable. I guess what your your point is that there's something pleasurable about being able to get lost in a movie that's so shitty that you have no emotional detachment or connection yeah. to any of them. Yeah. So there's no. Well, like uh, just in terms of good filmmaking, like any of like a like that one we were talking about earlier. Which one? The one you keep mentioning in the snow. <laughs> oh yeah, vertical limit. Vertical limit. You're hooked. Bill yeah. Paxton has got you by the balls in that movie. Chris O'Donnell's in that too, right? Chris O'Donnell and uh, the, the lady that was only in one other movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger called End of Days. What lady? 
Because the girl, the girl, Chris O'Donnell's sister in that movie is the girl with the shaved head from Empire Records. And it's the same. And she's also in The Craft. Yeah, that's her. So she's in more movies than just the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, that was pretty much it. <laughs> that was the end of it. I, I thought she was in one of the vacations. Maybe she wasn't. But point being, like, with good film, like, say, a Chris Nolan Batman, you're in. You're invested from the word go. Yeah. That opening sequence in Dark Knight with the Joker in the bank. We've talked about that several times. It's like, holy shit, I am in. You forget that the world around you might be, like, crumbling because you're financially broke or you just got diagnosed with a disease. Like, you're hooked. This movie, you'd be thinking, like, Oh, it's a big shark, and I, st- I still have testicular cancer. <laughs> but the Dark Knight, you're like, yeah. You, so you're saying that... Like, guy, when the Dark Knight's over, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot I still have ball cancer. That movie was fucking awesome. <laughs> I was invested in that movie straight through to the end. I think that's what movies like to pretend that they do. Some do. I remember when I saw Batman Begins, I saw... You have it, ball cancer. You can't... You can't say that the... No, I had a hernia once. (laughs) I had to have it surgically fixed, which got me a Foo Fighters autograph. I like the (laughs) curveballs this just took. (laughs) It's fun because I I think I've shared it on the pod. There's no way to know unless we go back and comb through all 90 of them or 36. Uh, I I, I thought I had three balls. Mm. Turned out... I didn't. I just had stomach lining down in my nutsack, mm. which is a testicular hernia. You have to remove that surgically. Fortunately, every, when you tell anybody that, they think they're just like just mutilating your balls <laughs> with scalpels. It's like, no, that's not what they do. They have to kind of they have to kind of go from the source of the problem, which is up near your abdomen where the stomach lining came from. So they just cut into your waist and they fish down in there and they pull it out. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> When you tell people you had ball surgery, but it's like, they're not, they're not like splicing the sack. It's not like sex change surgery where they're like just slicing the ball sack in two to remove stuff. Like that's not what happens. That's where everyone's mind goes. It's like, believe me, if they were going to do that kind of surgery, I would have, I would have asked them to add some inches. That's not what we were doing. Cut it, dude. All right, suture that sack up. We got this solved. Make it look like a baseball. He looks like he's into sports. But anyways, I had to have that surgery in middle school and my recovery week was the week that I was supposed to go with a couple of uh, girlfriends of mine to get uh, Foo Fighter autographs because they had just released, I think, their third album, the Learning to Fly album, uh, whatever that one was called. And they were doing a signing at like a Best Buy in like Bumfuck, Georgia, wherever it was. I couldn't go because I was on bed rest with a surgery scar. So and the girls told him you were at home with ball cancer? Well, what they did was they, they went and the, the whole time in line, they're like, one person, one autograph. Like, they just kept barking that over and over again. And But they had three CDs. And when they finally got up, Dave Grohl and the other dudes in the band, they're like, I know it's one person, one autograph. Our friend Brent couldn't come tonight because he had to have surgery on his balls and he's at home on bed rest and he really wanted to be here. And as soon as, as soon as they told, like, they're like, Dave Grohl's face was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'll sign it. Like, that sucks. Sorry, dude. Like to this day, I still have the autograph. To your balls, Dave Grohl. Dear Brent, rest those balls. Dave Grohl. <laughs> Rock and roll superstar. 
Excuse me. Tortoise. Revenge of. <laughs> Torta Belch. Title of the episode. <laughs> Torta Belch. Oh, man. I think, uh, let's share the Florida story. Mm. And, or do you want to just call Brian and, and unleash it all in one go? No, I mean, we'll, we'll uh, I, on this one, I what I decided to do <clears throat> was just not even read the story. <laughs> it was a credible news source, the Orlando Orlando Sentinel. Fine, I know that newspaper. The Orlando Bloom. The Orlando Bloom would be a nice, <laughs> that would be fun. Oh, look at Meg. It's a big shark. But the thing is, sharks don't stop swimming. That's the thing. Sharks can't swim in reverse or stop. Which is mm-hmm. why if they miss you, they have to kind of like do a big U-turn yeah. and come back at you. Oh, this man. This happens all the time. We're going to have to watch this in standard def now. Like it's on VHS. Because you're, you're, you're... So the, the title of the, of the article was... Oh. So he bites the glass and just gives the place a shimmy? Well, he saw the tiny Asian girl. And he was like, this looks like a fun snack. <laughs> I'm going to see if I could bite through the the glass spaceship that's underwater. Uh, so get, me a, get me a little dinner. The title of the, um, uh, the headline was, Florida man grabs alligator, chases customers in the store while on a beer run. Yeah. So in the picture, just to give you an idea, folks, it looks like he's got a two or three foot baby gator. <laughs> and he's running through the store chasing people. Do we know what part of Florida? No, see, it came from us via CBS Miami, but mm. that just means South Florida. It doesn't necessarily mean it. And you sent this to Back check. Uh, FCH a couple yep. days ago? Yeah. Let's call him and see what happens. He said he'd be prepared <laughs> for whatever the hell that means. I think the less prepared he is, the better, because he, he, he penned a, a worthy defense. That's what I said. I didn't want to give him the time. Put him on the spot. Now his improv skills have to come out. <clears throat> I'm not feeling good about this one. I'm glad you finally have his name in the phone. I had the name in the phone the whole fucking time. Hello. WFUCK. Dot com. The band. <laughs> You are live on the pod for episode 37, and I hope you're ready to defend your home state of Florida <laughs> second week in a row. Home state. Low blow. <laughs> and yeah. you, you know the story, because Austin texted it to you the other day. He, well, not, he texted it to me today. Oh, that no. Was, I texted it to or him. Or was last, it yesterday? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay. He's had at least a full 24 hours. I think that's a more full. Than, <laughs> that's more than enough time to defend Florida. To be honest, we don't want to give you too much time because you did too good of a job last week. Oh, well, this is going to compare so bad to this week. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let loose. So, so, so the story from what I remember is a guy, there's a video of, uh, of a man who's carrying an alligator or a crocodile, whatever, into a gas station and sort of just chasing people around with it. <laughs> well, he was on a beer run. That's about right. He was yeah. on a beer run, yeah. and he, and he uh, run. taunted people with a live alligator. Right. Um, now, 
Austin might remember, and I don't, that's why I'm clarifying. Was there electrical tape or anything around that gator's mouth? Yes. Anybody remember? Um, no, I, I made it a very distinct decision uh, to not even read the article. Yeah, there was no oh, article okay. reading involved. I just knew it was a reputable source. The Orlando mm-hmm. Sentinel. Yeah, it's a real newspaper. It's a real newspaper. It's a real oh, story. yes. I've, I've, I've seen the video, and, and it's definitely a reputable source. <laughs> um, but the, the thing that comes down to it is there's a lot of danger going to a gas station these days with guns and people getting shot left and right. Especially in Florida. <laughs> yeah, in Florida. Florida has this kind of stuff that happens all the time at gas stations. So... What kind of better scare tactic to not fuck with me than an alligator? I mean, I don't know what else you want from this man other than to protect himself without shooting somebody. So, in my head, so it's, it's saying, a safer route. So you're saying this guy said, you know what? Fuck the Second Amendment. I don't need that. Basically. <laughs> I just need an alligator. Need an alligator. I just need an eight-footer that I can get under my arms. All yeah, right. essentially. Yeah. I mean, who's going to fuck I'm with a guy with an credit. alligator? This who's going to fuck with him? This Nobody. defense was far better. Because that actually, because here's the thing. I think the, the another point that he's basically making, nice, is that this is not probably uncommon. No, this that's of all the, the things that happen yeah. at Florida gas stations. He's the eighth guy that day to do that. Yeah. He's just the only one that made the news. <laughs> Like how many how many school shootings happen in Florida that we don't hear about, yeah. right? You know, how, how many just not other kind of crazy stuff happens in Florida? Exactly. Yeah. So this man's thinking ahead of the game of protecting himself by using a live alligator. It's it's kind of like your point with the serial killers. You're not afraid of the ones that we've caught. You're freaked out by the ones that are out there. Yeah. Like how many yeah. how many Florida stories aren't making the news yeah, that are ten true. times worse than this? Mm-hmm. Like the guy who took an alligator to the Kmart and and ate and let it eat a kid. Right. Exactly. Defend he, that. He, he didn't do that. I mean, if he had he done that, there's really no defending that. Yeah. But he was doing it more from my perspective of protection. <laughs> there's really no defending that. Do you want to defend a <laughs> hypothetical child eating at Kmart? <laughs> Uh, we don't no, know because that didn't did. happen, and that, that's just, we that, that might have happened in Georgia, did. and you would have to defend that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. By well, the way, I have to say, this where, was... Where, this, where, where was this at? Do you remember the city? It, it only said Miami, but that could mean a lot of different places near yeah. Miami. Because I'm very interested, um, because... All the stories that, well, there's only been the second one, but it seems like if anything happens in Florida, it's not in my neck of the woods. Mm. So you're talking to the guy, the panhandle seems to be tame compared to the other side of Florida. Oh, if you want me to focus solely on the panhandle. I was going to say, consider that challenge challenge thrown. (laughs) Find some fucked up shit in the panhandle and we'll send it your way for next week. Please. I would even say look up Pensacola specific shit. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> Good old boy steals royal well, uh, dip. Old FCH. I have to. Give, I'm gonna give you full credit. I think this was a far better defense than last week. I think Brent believed in both defenses. It did, this one actually wins me over in the fact that this could be a very normal person saying, "I have to do. I have to do something abnormal to protect myself inside this Florida gas station." Yeah, because- I'd love to come to find out he was actually a tourist. <laughs> that just knew the ways yeah. to deal with these there people. There are people with guns everywhere in this yeah. state. I need something to he, defend myself. 
Right, exactly. He's like the new inmate who covers himself in shit. No one's going to fuck with him. No one wants to fight a naked guy, right? right. Yeah. So he's that guy. Yeah. Well, thank you, FCH. We'll, uh, we'll be in contact soon with your next Defending Florida. <laughs> Peace. Peace. See ya. Defending Florida. I gotta make a. I gotta, I gotta make a song I'm for it. Man in. <laughs> Defending Florida. <laughs> Terrorism 2.0 by Yemen. <laughs> oh. That was a good defense. I have to. I wasn't. I wasn't blowing smoke. That was the best. It was short. It was, it was short, and it was the to only the way he could have gone is to yeah. say, basically, his defense of Florida is saying that ain't shit. Yeah. That's not even a news story down here. That might. I might cut it on y'all's. Georgia Metro Atlanta feeds. Yeah, a real story would be local Florida man uses uh, uses uh, Im, you know imprisoned person from an insane asylum to attack people at gas station. It's like that's like all right now that's next some next level shit. Like the alligator man's gonna look at that and be like, what, you, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think this is the scene of this movie I've seen where he's about to like Meg is about to jump. Like out of the water and crash on the boat. This this is easily one of the most ridiculous parts of this movie. (laughs) Because they've decided they know how to kill the shark with poison, but they have to be able to track it. And the shark has shown animosity towards boats, so they can't just boat up to it and dart it. Um, But they also know that because it's been in deep water for so long, it doesn't have the greatest vision. So, if someone like Jason Statham were to swim close to it, he could dart it with a with a with a gun and then swim back. And so Jason Statham just swims out to this massive shark like it ain't no thing. And now is about to beat it back to the boat, even though that shark is moving at like sixty seven. And now 80. he has to outswim the shark because the shark has figured out what's going on. Oh, that was that was close. And the shark is just going to bite at him while he gets dragged in the water by a by while a, being dragged. Yeah. He's getting double. He was swimming, now he's getting dragged. The shark's trying to eat him. It it they do a good job here. It's very close. He almost gets eaten and then just barely makes it out of the water. Spoiler alert, Jason Statham does survive through the end of the movie. <laughs> no. How could he not? Oh, man. I really can't. I really, we've talked about that movie London just so you would watch the opening scene, but you should definitely watch that movie just to watch Jason Statham try to act I did in see, such a limited role. Yeah. It's like when he goes in to sit down for a film and he's like, all right, we got all kinds of stuff, Jason. We got... We got it all. This one's got hurricanes. It's got it's right, got avalanches. Right. What's my name? <laughs> I do, sorry, one one moment. Mate. What's my name? Right. Well, in this one, in that movie, <laughs> London, when it came down for the, all right, Jason. Um, okay, so basically, you're just a middleman for a local cocaine dealer, and you get stuck in a bathroom with that other guy that was in the failed Fantastic Four. Right. In the last film I was in, my name was Turkish. Right. I want my name in this film to be uh, Roman. It's not going to be. It's not going to be that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're, so what's my story, Hawk? <laughs> well, in this one, Jason, um, like I said, you're just a mid-level dope dealer and you uh, you have erectile dysfunction that costs you your marriage and is giving you severe to, severe onset depression. What's his depression? Does he have is a, it for the Germans? Does, he, <laughs> <laughs> does this involve violence? Does violence make him happy? 
No, no, no. On cut. He just sits in the bathroom <laughs> with that guy that was in the Fantastic Four film that sucked. Do I have to shave my head? <laughs> Would you ever get in a, in a shark cage like that? Hard pass. Like, you just never would do it. There's no. nothing that would get you in there. Even if, like, it's... No. The strong... It's adamantium steel cage. How, how are you going to see through that? Just a cage. It's, adam- it's adamantium. It's not like it's, like, oh, one okay. big flat sheet of metal. Still probably no. I can't imagine the adrenaline rush, though. Well, then the thing about this movie, they, they go to great lengths to explain that the plexi shark cage that she's about to get in would require more force than is imaginable to crush. Like, even when you factor in the Meg's jaw size and strength, like, this this cannot be crushed. This is the adamantium of plastics. Okay. I'm like, okay, great. The minute. What's it going to be hanging by again? <laughs> oh, yeah, just a thin metal wire that this shark could easily bite through. And now... And you go plunging to the Yeah, bottom. and now Su Chen is just going to be on the bottom of the ocean, trapped in a plastic barrel with a with a megalodon between her and the boat that she wants to get back yeah. to. And about, what, 28 minutes of oxygen? Yeah, it's like... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how strong the cage is. What's the cage being dangled by? Wires? I'm out. I'm good. Actually, no, sir. It's just standard hemp rope. <laughs> you know what the sailors used back in the olden days when they used to twist rope on the docks? That's what we hang the shark cage. I thought lights were a problem. If, well, they're trying to attract the shark now because she's got a poison dart. And she's like... I've seen the shark up close enough. I know if I shoot it in the mouth, it's a tender, it's a tender enough area, and I can kill it if I shoot it in the mouth. Uh. So they're chumming the water. Got lights. They're gonna try and get the shark close to her so she can kill it. Mm. This is an awful film. <laughs> I told you it wasn't even good. without dialogue. It's just you can just tell it's so slow. And one- it's not like it's an issue with the shark. They, I mean, we've already seen the shark too much, but yeah. Um, well, it's fun here is because they're chumming the water. Every other shark. Every shark in the ocean's like, hey, what's going on over here? <laughs> hey, did you guys hear there was like a giant megalodon? I mean, I told my friend Frank that. It's probably bullshit because, I mean, like, we're the biggest, right? Great whites. It's, I'm actually kind of excited because I'm into big guys. <laughs> and I hear he's the biggest. <laughs> oh, he's I'm like the a, kills many bears. I'm just a twink the- shark looking for a bear shark. <laughs> I hear there's a bear shark in these waters. That'd be a nice, that'd be a nice children's book that we didn't even try. Twinkie and the Bear. We could just write a really nice, like, very uh, Twinkie and the Bear. But you know, like teaching kids about homosexuality the right way, <laughs> but well, just but also adding an element of yeah. of humor to it and calling it Twinkie and the Bear. What's What's funny about that is, is most people just automatically assume, oh, if it's Twinkie and the Bear, then the Bear's obviously the the, the man on top. But what you come to find out in gay culture is just because you're a bear or an otter or a twink or whatever or whatever they talk about on Sunny, there's no roles assigned based on body type in terms of what you're into sexually. So you could very well find out in the story of Twinkie and the Bear that the bear is the power bottom. (laughs) Well, I'm not putting I'm letting them work that out. But Twinkie and the Bear could be a nice show. Speaking of that subject matter and... Sunny, last night Sunny, I, the season finale I thought was hilarious and profound all at once. It was definitely, you definitely were waiting for a, a punchline at the at a certain moment. 
And when it didn't come, you realize they had like completely bought into that. They had done like a full ending. Louis. Yeah. They were like, we're going to take this comedy show that's been a comedy show for however and long. And never not been. 13 and, seasons. And we're going to give you like five straight minutes of some like. Interpretive real, dance. Of like some really like impacting shit. <laughs> But it nevertheless, I was like peeing a little with laughter as Frank's face filled with blood. Yeah. <laughs> like every scene that they would cut to with him, he was more and more grotesque looking. I'm stopped up. Because he's stopped. trying to he's trying to clog a nosebleed that just won't stop. And he's using lemon juice and hot sauce and glue gun. Yeah, hot glue gun. <laughs> and and as this as the show as the episode progresses, he just eventually looks like uh, someone with a shellfish allergy. His but, face is closing you know, in on the, itself. The extra comedic level layer there was that they didn't even do a good job with makeup. <laughs> it just looks shitty. Yeah. You could tell it was like overly colored, but it's, they were just like, well, we don't need to. Just make him look as ridiculous <laughs> as Frank. Only Frank. Because you could actually see Frank looking like that. Yeah. And I like that they brought. We all need a little Frank Reynolds. They brought Cricket out in the <laughs> in the leather daddy gear to be their sexy gay dancer uh, for 73 cents. We'll give it back. No, no. Keep it. You'll do it? Yeah, I'll do it. I said a couple. I said Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, there's a couple in there. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's pennies. That's not what I. Seventy three cents. Won't give it back. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I also love like that's obviously an episode where uh, Glenn Howerton wasn't there, so they just casually like, oh yeah, Dennis is driving. Like he's you, you never see him. He's driving the gay float. Yeah. End of story. What's going on? Are we switching to standard deaf? Here? I guess I gave it a minute trying to let it get back to super deaf. The good news is for this film, I don't think the definition is going to make a difference. No. Um, so. <clears throat> I wonder if. Um, oh. I guess it is that strong. Richard Dreyfus wishes he had held out on his cameo to do pumping in this rather than Piranha 2. Well, there's no nudity in this. So there is that. How much did Richard Dreyfus got paid to do that opening for Piranha Two? You want to call him? Was that Piranha One? That was Piranha One. Yeah, we had Piranha Busey. Two was Busey, and he got paid less. I'm 100 percent sure. You can easily tell that the budget for Piranha One was at least triple of what the budget for Piranha <laughs> Two was, because the because Piranha One's like, eh, hey, Richard Dreyfus, Elizabeth Shue, fucking get Jerry O'Connell. Like, let's just. Let's let's get people who are above, I'll say the you know B list actor status, and let's just go, let's go out all out on this. So he just decides I'm just gonna dive down there. Jason Statham is now swimming in the ocean again with a massive shark that is trying to eat a shark cage made out of plastic, uh, because even though the shark can't crush it, it can fit the whole thing in its mouth because it's that big, and he's just he's gonna swim to rescue. I told you, like, as far as this movie goes, this is by far the most ridiculous <laughs> stretch of it. I'm trying to, to take this in. And, oh. There goes Ruby Rose. She's in the water. Oh, and he heard it. Yeah. Does this mean the end for Ruby Rose? Uh, I don't remember if she dies or not. I've only seen it the one time. I do know that they tease you with dog death, but the dog makes it. I, I remember that if, for if you. That's a lie. I remember that part for you. Issues. I think I want to say Ruby Rose makes it. 
It's just a movie, so she doesn't really die if she does die. It doesn't look good from where she's right now. <laughs> Somebody gets her. She gets, yeah, she 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 makes it. Are you goes, sure? Yeah, yeah, she makes it. She will live to eat another pussy. <laughs> good for her. <laughs> she's she's Australian and lesbian. She's in Orange is the New Black. And there are many photos oh, of her. Oh, yeah. She has many a nude photo on the internet. Well, if, that's good. If, if you are so interested. No, nah, I've given it up, man. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text you something. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've given it up until you learn about another uh, Miss Alice. And then and then before you... You know, I, I even asked you about that. I never, never got Never in. followed through? Never followed through with it. Well, you know. The internet's not going anywhere. No, I figured it's yeah, it's it's pretty safe. Yeah, whatever whatever you might want to look at in a year, it's not going anywhere. It'll still be there. So anything happening in uh, any stories from the from the last week since we've? I guess it hasn't even been that long. No, it hasn't. There's not much that has happened. We took the the girls to the Native American powwow thing at Stone Mountain. That was kind of fun. Uh, but nothing really funny happened there. Right. They're really into it. Bought Albert a little drum. Well, this guy gets it. I remember this part now. Uh, yeah, he, he gets it hard. <clears throat> See, no. he, yeah, he does. No, he doesn't get it. You want to bet? I remember this. He doesn't get it. And oh, this what? is another, this is, again, <laughs> the most ridiculous part of this movie. A- <laughs> A prehistoric, a prehistoric shark the size of a fucking building, gets held back by uh, a skinny wire that it somehow or another got, you know, got wrapped around. Oh, and it dies from the poison dart that they got in its mouth. That cannot be. No, this isn't how this ends. That shark's dead. Oh, there's an. There's megalodon. It's just like piranha. That was the baby. That was the baby. This whole time, they've been fighting something that's four times the size of Jaws, and it's just the little one. Oh. They piranha- <gasps> They're babies. They piranhaed us. Yeah. So what you're referring to with the fat dude in the water is correct, but not, not because of that, that shark. Not because of that shark. He gets eaten by something like six times bigger yeah, than that. Yeah, it's the one that jumps over the shit. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, I saw a bit of this. Yeah, that shark that just died was the size of a school bus. The real Meg's like the size of the, you know, Twin Towers. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. It's been, it's been a while. Well, we had some votes. Now politically, didn't really... Do you want to go down that road? No, not really. <laughs> Karen Handel lost. That was nice. Yeah, I had a hand in that. Um, <laughs> I will say what you predicted happened. Uh, uh, we had less of a blue wave, more of a blue splash. And uh, the house has gone blue again, which uh, Von Hesser pointed out, you know, the Democrats can pat themselves on the back all they want. Now the president just has a true villain he can blame everything on. <laughs> He was like, for the past two years, anytime something didn't go his way and he blamed the Democrats, even Fox News had to go, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you guys, the right has control of <laughs> over everything. How, how could this be the Democrats' fault? There's no such thing as obstruction when you have the majority everywhere. Yeah. And now that they don't, anything that doesn't go his way, he can just blame on the House for the next two years. 
I guess I take a positive in that uh, we'll get a lot more of um, of um, Brian Kemp impressions, <laughs> which I think will be. Well, there's uh, she's holding out for a runoff. She's pushing for it at least. Well, I think it's a. I think it's a, a waste of effort, <laughs> but she's pushing for the runoff, so you never know. And I thought for I I didn't I learned today that Karen Handel lost the sixth. I I wasn't expecting that. I expect this state to just get redder and redder every year. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the Kemp governorship to say we're going to go back to no alcohol sales on Sundays. <laughs> you guys need to get into church. <laughs> if you're not at church, you need to be at the gun range. Gun range or church, but no more alcohol on Sundays. But you ever see? I've been watching. I've been going to sleep like last few nights watching. Uh, I've seen it a bunch, but for whatever, excuse me for whatever reason, I like to. That's what I do. I know you actually think of you every time when you gave me that great advice that I shouldn't. Excuse me. Shouldn't have any kind of a device on. Well, I don't heed that. Lights. Yeah, I don't. I don't heed that vi- advice um, on my own. But well, I know, but I often think that I should be doing that more. It is a thing. They say that even when you're when you do fall asleep, just having the TV on in the room keeps your brain moving. Does it? Do you think it helps if I don't watch the screen? I just listen to the like a, like if it was a book on tape. Well, they do say that the opposite is true for audio. Li- having things playing in terms of audio is is sort of healthy brain activity while you're asleep. Right. But the blue light that the TV is just emitting in the room, even with your eyes closed, is fucking with your, your brain in a bad way while you're asleep. So, yeah, that's the Meg. That's the Meg. That's the big boy. And he didn't eat the fat guy on purpose. The fat guy was just in the way of the baby shark. Yeah, tiny he was like, He's yeah. like, ooh, I'm going to go eat my offspring. Do we know it's his offspring? No, not necessarily. What were we talking about before that, though? You were talking about something with TVs in the bed. TVs in the bed. You are saying that you haven't been taking my advice. Oh, yeah. So I've been watching Ken Burns' Prohibition. Did you ever, did you ever see that? Legion, get out of there. No, I did not. Legion, I have no kisses for you. I think you would find it very interesting. One, because from the stance of, like, you get to a point in the show and you're like, this is basically... Marijuana. Boardwalk Empire. Oh. Because you're dealing with Charles Remus, or was it... Harold Remus? No. (laughs) It's Harold Remus. It was was something... Remus. George George Remus. Remus. George Remus. The guy who spoke Spoke about himself in third person. person. Yeah. You're you're dealing with all the... It was Nucky Johnson, not Nucky Thompson. Yeah. Birthday twin. You're all your New York players, and you're just like, man, that show was... But then beyond that, this kind of... When you look at who the states that voted early, before the uh, prohibition had been sent to a federal level to be made into an amendment. I mean, can you imagine that now? Donald Trump actually getting an amendment. That's where... That's the <laughs> next thing. That's like the next thing. He well, wants to amend the Constitution. He doesn't want to make a law. Right. He wants to amend the Constitution. What does he want to amend? I don't, I'm just telling you, he would. Lo- I don't. That's the thing. He just wants to. It's like a yeah. kid that knows he can. Yeah. So he's like, I want to get one. He's about to get, I mean, X number of judges on. It's going to be Trump court for another ninety hundred years. Can you imagine, like generations from now, when we're elderly people, if we even live that long, mm-hmm. that there's going to be young, like first time voters who are trying to figure out how the fuck 
to overturn this or that decision that the fucking apprentice guy put into place <laughs> 90 fucking years ago. It's like, like when you look back at American history now, at, you know, at our age and you're like fucking separate water fountains. What the fuck was wrong yeah, with these people? Yeah. It's like, take that to a whole new level. It's like everyone has to eat chocolate. It's like, what? <laughs> That's a rule we have to live by. <laughs> uh, Everything has to be dipped in gold. Everything. <laughs> you must eat gold dust in every meal so that you do so that you do do sparkles. All toilets must be made out of gold. <laughs> from now on. Oh like, how man. Do we, how do we overthrow this ruling from that from that weird period before the 2020s? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, right? We'll see. I, you know, when I heard that Sessions was asked to resign, my first thought was, oh, maybe we'll get marijuana legalization. And then my second thought was, or this whole Mueller thing is going to come to a hard, abrupt ending. Well, this is all part of the plan. You can clearly see that. It's kind of like what people talk about on a state level. Like, there's no law in place in Georgia that says you have to give up your current job if you run for office. But I would think just... In terms of being transparent, you'd go, if my main job in my office is to oversee elections and I'm in one, I should probably do what Jeff Sessions did and recuse myself from that role so that there's no conflict of interest on the outcome. Mm -hmm. And fucking, you know, Dingleberry with a shotgun was like, <laughs> no, I'm I not doing that. So. I got to keep them coloreds from voting. <laughs> and so it's like... <laughs> And so it's like there's some conflict of interest there. Um, and when it comes to this Mueller investigation, on the one hand, I think it's almost been two fucking years. Do you have anything or don't you? Because yeah. it's kind of like kind of time to show it if you do. But it's like wh why the person being investigated would be allowed to fire the investigator makes no fucking sense. It's like, can you imagine if like you had an ounce of weed on you and a cop and a cop knocked on your door and was like, we know you have an ounce of weed. You're like, well, fuck you. You're fired. <laughs> it's like, and then, and then, and then the cop just like sat, you know, shrug and uh, walked away. I'm changing my story. Oh shit. Why'd you have to say that? <laughs> I was just about to arrest you. Like, yeah, I know. Well, I employ you and you're fired. Yeah. But you have weed. Well, yeah. you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm impervious to like, you know, Freud said that the Irish are impervious to psychiatric evaluation and I'm impervious to the laws. I can just fire whoever I want to. Well, they do that in Sopranos, too. Yeah. Tony gets a speeding ticket and that, the cop who's been in other movies and now I can't remember. You would. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You would think, gets though, regardless of politics and party or whatever else, you would think that common sense would dictate if you're running for an office, you shouldn't be in charge of that process. You would also think if you were being investigated for a crime that you wouldn't have the power to fire the investigator. Right. And if you did have that power and then executed it, that everybody, including members of your own party, would be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, where there's smoke, there's fire, and you just fucking added fuel. <laughs> you just dumped gas on it. Like, if there's nothing there, let him do his thing and be done. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I gave up on that one just because I don't see her having the votes come through absentee ballots. I guess they might ask for a recount, but I don't oh think Abrams, happen. yeah, yeah, I don't think she's gonna be the governor. But I think it was I mean, pretty crazy close 
to see Georgia at almost 50-50. Georgia almost voted a, voted in a black female governor. Mm. We'll get them next time. <laughs> or and we won't. The question will be, how does it feel to be the last African-American governor of Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that thought today because like, somebody referred to just, you know, take whatever you want out of the Obama presidency. Like, there's history there. He's the first African-American president. And while they said that on the radio, said, <laughs> and the last, goddammit. <laughs> well, he, I, don't, I actually stole that. I'll be, because I was on Between Two Ferns. Oh, yeah? Well, they had uh, Galifianakis, and he was talking to Obama when he was still in office. And Galifianakis is just, he asked him. Up front, he's like, do you want to see the questions I have? The producer's like, no, he's he's going to fly. He wants to fly by night. <laughs> and he's like, you you mean like President Obama doesn't want to, he doesn't want to know what I'm going to ask him. <laughs> they're like, no, he you know he, he wants to be spontaneous. He wants it to be funny. He doesn't want to ruin it. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and Galifianakis just hit him with these questions. I think the first was, so what does it feel to be the last black president? <laughs> just just yeah. deep. Uh, it was good because, you know, he was actually a funny human being. He had a personality. Yeah. Uh, like him or hate him. Yeah. He didn't uh, He didn't get any pissing matches with the press. I mean, that Dijon <laughs> mustard thing always chafed my... I hated his tan suit. Chafed my butthole. <laughs> I mean, why can't you just get the Frenches like everybody else? Why can't you wear a blue suit like every other president? Why do you have to wear a light brown one? <laughs> I mean, look ridiculous. Yeah, he, he did look ridiculous sometimes. But that's that's what's funny. Like you go back to his first term, and the most Fox News could could complain about was his tan suit and his Dijon mustard. It's like look how far we've come. Mm. <laughs> we've gone from tan suits and Dijon mustard to Russian whore pee <laughs> and Stormy Daniels. <laughs> I think we've all peed on a hooker. <laughs> Listen, y'all, everybody's pissed on a Russian underage girl from time to time. Even I have. And I've never even left the country. I have to bring him to me. <laughs> my illegal means. I'm revealing too much. God damn it. My wife's going to kill me. Fortunately, she loves that big house we live in. Yeah. They'd they, they be, they be showing that live on CNN talking about he got a bump. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, this little rant. It's weird. The 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 Christian right actually like him more now that he confessed to peeing on underage Russians. Yeah, Pat. Pat what's that guy's name? Daniel Barry from the Seven Hundred Club. Pat uh, Robbins. Yeah, Pat Pat Robertson. Robinson. Pat Robertson is 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 praying for him to live that much longer. <laughs> I don't. I, that's a. It's an anger issue for me when I I, I I just because I see yeah, the I articles, so the I kind of mentioned this a couple of pods ago. I, I try to, as much as I can, watch the stuff that I know I'm not going to agree with. Sure, that's why so, I occasionally occasionally will listen to Rush Limbaugh. See, I, I'll give Rush a little bit, but I don't watch the 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 non news shows that Fox runs or or NBC like or CNC and. CNN for that. Like, I don't watch Hannity and I don't watch the really none of the debate bullshit stuff. That yeah, comes the talking on. heads that just yell at right. each other. But I do try to watch Fox. I do try to watch um, One America. I, that one I just can't. <laughs> I've done it. I just can't. It's just bad. I, Whatever network Tommy Laren's on. Oh, the, the fucking Trump News, whatever that's called. Oh. <laughs> 
It's like, this isn't biased? I mean, I, I've never been able to watch the... Uh, Did Stalin have the, his own the, news the, the network? The NRA has their own channel, but I've never been... I don't... Certainly not subscribing to the NRA channel. Is What's their backdrop? Just dead kids? Probably. <laughs> but it's all, it's all... I don't know. I don't even remember where I was going with this. You were saying that you... Well, we were talking about 700 Club and Pat Robertson. And, uh, and you were talking about the rage. Yeah. That, that show, like... I don't have regular cable anymore, so I don't ever even stumble on it. But I remember back in the day when I would just be flipping and I'd see that big eared fuckhead. I was like, oh, just listening to this dumb prick talk for minutes. It's just just making me want to like, God, I hope there is a <laughs> Satan and I hope he fucking wins. <laughs> well, it was just it was, I watched the, the interview he did where he was talking about it doesn't matter what happened to that journalist. The Khashoggi guy, they tore apart in the yeah. embassy. It doesn't matter because we have a much bigger deal, arms deal with Saudi Arabia. So we should just not worry. <laughs> this is a guy that, would, that preys on every show and has people, you know, squealing and sending him money every week. Yeah. And talks, to, claims to know God. He's, he's saying, he's one of the handful. Listen, that I'm like, I think if you, if you read along in the Bible somewhere long enough, you're going to find that there was probably a dismemberment brought on by some kind of treasonous act where they lured him in using some less than scrupulous things, and I'm pretty sure we'd find that in the Bible. However, in the Bible, what you don't see is $100 billion arms deals, people. I think we need to keep this in perspective. We want, the, we want that money. We, we also, need to sell those guns. There's a good chance he's a homosexual and he just had this coming. And there's always someone next to him, a woman or somebody. In the back. Yeah, that's right, Pat. He probably was a homosexual. <laughs> That's right, Pat. He was probably homosexual. He probably... I've heard that he, he dabbled. <laughs> he dabbled a little bit. I heard he voted Democrat in the last election. He must be a homosexual. <laughs> Pray for his soul. I, he's one of those, what my grandma, I don't like to use those foul language, but she, she calls them Democrats demon rats. <laughs> I thought it was clever. <laughs> he's one of the guys where I'm like, if heaven's real and he's going to be there, sign me up for hell twice. Well, <laughs> I just don't, I can't envision a scenario where he is. I, I it's I don't know. <laughs> now you get into that realm. Of, like, yeah, if I that, certainly won't I I don't want to be a part of yeah. I don't really want to be like the last thing I would want to hear when I walked into heaven would be some kind of like the accents we were just using. <laughs> hey Bill, this is nice. Where I bet you they got the best bass fishing holes around. I'd have to find Christ and pull him and like I know we can't do anything about the people here. <laughs> Can we do anything about the accents? Yeah, just, let's just all have a very clean... If we could all... We can all just speak Chinese. I don't, we could all speak like fucking Cary Grant for all I care. <laughs> but can we just do away with these aw shucks accents from the Deep South? It's bad I don't want to hate on my people. I love, I love the Deep South draw. <laughs> it's bad enough I have to look at this big-eared cum stain. I don't want to have to hear him. I'm sorry, can I say cum stain up here? Because he died in his MAGA shirt, does that mean he has to wear it up here? Do what's the off subject? Do we are hot wings a thing up here? Do we eat? Because I'm like when I'm frustrated, I I I really just like to drink good IPAs and eat hot wings. Is that a thing here? Can I do that? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that would, I imagine that would be God's reaction. Like, he just brought you to paradise. <laughs> and you You're probably, seeing me for the first anything, time, anything, and you want to know if right. I have chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight, Mr. Hickman. You're wondering if I have a good IPA to wash down your extra crispy, extra wet hot wings. Yeah. Well, not just hot. I like the Parmesan cheese ah, mixed in. Right. Garlic Parmesan right. and hot mixed together. Do you yes. have that? Um, um, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful. What do you think of me? It's <laughs> <laughs> about what I expected. You're big. And what is that? That is... The, new sh- the big shark? They got him? Uh, no. I remember what that is now. What is that? They thought that was the mag. But it's a squid? It's a whale. They oh, killed a whale. They just went up. They blew up a whale because they thought it was the Meg. What a bunch of dicks. That's a funny, uh, that's another funny sketch idea. Man gets to heaven, meets God for the first time, not in awe at all, just wants to know if they have good beer and chicken wings. <laughs> and if you don't have chicken wings, I get it. Like chickens, is, is there such a thing as a heavenly chicken? Probably not. But I imagine you can have anything you want here. If we can't do chicken, can we do pizza? Do you have New York style thin crust? <laughs> do you have well, any style thin crust yeah. really? Yes, but what do you think of me, the creator <laughs> of all things? You look cool. Yeah, you dig the. I'm a little surprised there's no beard. Throwing it out there. Weren't expecting you to be a chick. No. Nice tits, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's my favorite. Weren't expecting you to be a chick. Wasn't expecting you to be a chick, and you're very busty, top heavy. Yeah. What's the word? What's going on there? So I guess Dwight Schrute buys it. Dwight Schrute buys he it. He buys it. Uh, because the the Meg is is going to go oh, go eat the whale. But he didn't buy it yet. He's just about to be the middle bite. Right. Oh. Yeah, Dwight Schrute. Despite, he should have known to go somewhere else on the animal. Despite all his billions, he does not make it. I think chances are it's not a painful death because the, the mouth's so big you're not getting bit the worst part would be being yeah. digested yeah, inside the shark belly that's like some uh, Star Wars shit because you wouldn't be able to get out yeah. you're just stuck in that stomach you, you will be digested over a thousand years the mighty Jabba <laughs> be Jabba nobody <laughs> there's that is one of the creepiest scenes in movie history, though. When she's sitting up there in that gold bikini, just yeah. just having to, like, rumble in Jabba's fat. Yeah, getting yanked on constantly with a chain around her neck. And that dumb little bat creature. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I like the the all-white dude with the head that wraps around his own neck. Hey, Jabba, no bother. <laughs> oh, man. I like the... You know, my favorites are when... Family Guy reenacted, redid all those. Yeah. And they go into that bar and most likely spaceport on Tatooine. He's like, is this the only song y'all play? (laughs) It ends and they just keep on playing. Is that really just the only song? (laughs) Have you seen... I haven't seen the newest Star Wars with uh, Laura Dern. And I have also not seen the Han Solo movie. I've seen them both. Are they good? I mainly really enjoyed Han Solo. We don't understand why it got the negative feedback that mm. it got. Um, I think it's just too many nerds, too many fanboys and girls. This that isn't true to the original Lucas trilogy. Right. 
as they shove back their glasses on you. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I thought it was a it was a fine film. I'm not. I wouldn't sit here saying it was like a ten. The most recent Star Star Wars within that the new trilogy. I think it was the Last Jedi or the yeah final Jedi. I don't remember. The Last Jedi. I think is it. I just know. I know Laura Dern's in it, and it's very very woman heavy. It it is. I was a a little disappointed. It's kind of like I said earlier, it was adequate. Nothing in the film blew me away. You know, nothing in the film was like, what a twist. Mm. Nothing was really big that was happening. Well, the thing that I kept hearing in reviews was like, there's a female empowerment vibe to it. Yeah. Which which is fine, but they were like, they really shoved it in your face. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, we get it. (laughs) You're better than us. Does the whole movie have to be about this? <laughs> like, you know, applause for women everywhere. Yes, yes. Claire Underwood Even is president. We get it. Far, far away. And Me it's too. and a joke or two, a jab at the dumb white guy. But does it have to be the whole movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you constantly going to outwit the dumb man? I, I will say, the way that they should have done Carrie Fisher out mm. was not. Was not done as it should have been. I have my opinion. I don't know because I haven't seen, so don't spoil. It's not a spoil. I don't. I'm. She might not even die. Wait, did Carrie Fisher die? The real Carrie Fisher. Yes. When did this happen? Are you serious? <laughs> no. What did say? <laughs> she was killed by two elderly Jewish people in East Atlanta. You, you there <laughs> with the cinnamon roll hairdo? <laughs> Turn around <laughs> and give me your planet. Give me. <laughs> I heard you from Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> Not much left, I'm told. Give me, give me your spaceship, and all all those hair ties you oh, have in your hair. You whore. <laughs> you alcoholic. And remember, when you tell people about this, you, it was two. It was black two guys. elderly. It was two. <laughs> remember what we told you about us? We're just two unidentified black males. <laughs> Who robbed you? Well, in all honesty, it was two old Jewish ladies, <laughs> but they told me to say it was two black males in their 20s, <laughs> given the fact that we're oh, in... Uh, this was the dog scene. Yeah. He wouldn't eat that anyway. He wouldn't even see it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a chubby... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an Asian Brent Hickman. <laughs> circa 12 years old. Just chubby and eaten and carefree. With a boogie board and an old man fishing cap. Yeah, there's there's a there's a heavy Asian oh, element wow. to this movie. Can you imagine that many people? How much no fun that would be. It's all I'd imagine. Like like the water might not have even been warm, but there's so many damn bodies in it. It's gonna be warm. That's why beaches are. You know my my opinion on this. Yeah, you like beaches for the for the AMC Hellraiser marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Where is it supposed to be filmed? Uh, that's, I believe that's China or... China. I believe that's China. They have the biggest sharks. China. China. Be very unfair. They have the fattest Asian kids. <laughs> China. China. Oh, God. We hate them, but we need them. They make <laughs> they all our sheriffs hurt us. They have no idea. No idea. China. It's funny, like, the industries you don't think about things like tariffs impacting. I've got friends, I have a lot of friends who are tattooers, and they're like, you know, just 
on like a punk rock tattoo artist, fuck the government level. None of us wanted this guy to be president. Right. He said, but it happened and whatever. He said, it, it really, you know, most presidents don't really impact your day to day work life, regardless of who they are or what you are. He said, but my buddy that works in East, uh, in down uh, in Grant Park, he was like, but you know what my tattoo machine's made out of? It's made out of fucking steel. You know what the disposable parts that I have to get rid of every time I do a tattoo? The <laughs> tube, the needles, the groupings, all that. It's all made out of fucking steel. And you know where it comes from? Fucking China. Mm-hmm. You know what my prices, my cost for doing my job have turned into after <laughs> these fucking tariffs? It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He said, you wouldn't think it. And nobody's talking about it on the news. But the an industry that is being very heavily impacted right now with these tariffs is the fucking tattoo industry, which nobody gives a shit about, but it's my livelihood. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if anything, they'll just spin that and be like, we knew that. We knew. <laughs> we, we took these taxes, these levies on steel. Yeah. And we get rid of these nasty, nasty tattoos, people. I'm all for Except pissing. for the ones that are t- bikers, against, bikers for Trump, their tattoos are wonderful. Listen, I'm all for pissing on underage whores, but tattoos are over the line. Sure, I have a tattoo memorializing the date and time that I did piss on that underage <laughs> Russian whore. I couldn't pee on someone. I wouldn't be able to get the flow going. I used to have a recurring nightmare <laughs> that I was, it was when I was a much younger man, but I was having sex with some random... Didn't matter. It was always varied. Mm. It was always a woman. So I shouldn't say it always varied. <laughs> Sometimes it was a little bit Sometimes shoe. it was like a little bit... Sometimes it was Uncle Joey from Full House. <laughs> <laughs> of all the ones to hit, Uncle Joey. And the worst was, when I was about to finish, he'd go, Cut, Cut it out. out. <laughs> uh, no, I used to have this recurring dream that I was having sex with some older, upper-class girl. Mm. So I was in school. But I always... Well, oh, upper class it, in school, not upper class as in no, like, probably in both societal in both probably. But the, oh wow, I hope he gets it because this is be, fun because he's in a giant ball and the shark's mouth is big enough to just put the whole ball in his mouth and when he eventually catches up to him, it just bursts like a balloon. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, no, but in the dream, I would always be doing the deed, mm-hmm. you know. But um, and then your mom would walk in. No. I I would get the feeling like that's why I used to think it was like you don't have like the nocturnal emissions mm. as we know them now, but it was never that. I would always have this dream where I, I felt like I was getting there, but then I would just uh, pee all over people <laughs> that I was ha- having the sex with. Did you ever pee for realsies? Like were you no? Wake, were you wake up and pee? Nope. Mm. Well, at least I'm going to stick with no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really remember, to be truthfully told. It's, I don't, I mean, I think every kid deals with bedwetting. You eventually get out of it. As an adult, I can think of one instance, and this is recent, like between 29 and now, where I'm having this very vivid dream where I'm at something like a Braves game or something. It's very unrealistic. It should have been obvious it was a dream from the word go. Yeah. And I have to pee so bad. And I'm in line and I get to the urinal and I'm not even worried about stage fright because I have to pee so bad. (laughs) And I start peeing in my dream and it's just the best pee. And the next thing I know, I wake up and I have started to pee for realsies. And I'm like, God damn it. And I run to the bathroom and I found out a couple weeks later that I had a prostate infection. And that's why I was that's why I had lost control of peeing. Yeah, Um, because I remember I was 
I had to go back to my balls. I had pain in my balls and I was like, this isn't common and I've had some issues here. Let's go investigate this. And after a finger up the butt and a few doctor visits, like, yeah, you have prostatitis infection. We'll treat it with drugs. Have you peed in your sleep lately? I'm like, uh, maybe. I don't want to say that as a 30-year-old adult. I'm like, well, that's actually pretty common if you have this because you'll lose control of that. Take this medicine, you'll be fine. Yeah. Speaking of dreams, I don't know, I think you saw, I posted a message on FB. I took a little break from FB there for a while during the Election. elections. But uh, I did post it two nights ago. We, uh, we came down after a night of dreaming, and Leah said, for a minute there, it was like 3 o'clock, I don't know, 3 or 4, <laughs> you just started saying, like, not just gibberish, like a baby would talk for like 10 seconds. You were like, hi, 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 hi. And then she said, but then it stopped. And then about five seconds later, like on cue, you said, you know, that with that mustache makes you look very debonair. <laughs> and and when, been she, when to she told it, when she told me that story in the morning, I was like, I remember this. I don't know what the context is, but I yeah. remember saying that mustache makes you look very debonair. And the joke was, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. But it's also sad because I use far better vocabulary while I'm sleeping. <laughs> and really like, hey, sweet stash, bro. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I really like your mustache. Like, if I had done it in real life, I would have been like, I'm not gay, okay? Like, I would have had to say it at the beginning yeah. and the end. Look, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not gay. gay. But uh, hey, did I tell you your I'm not stash gay? is really, really cool, and I think it's really good looking. But I'm not gay. If I was going to put my dick in a guy's mouth, <laughs> it'd be yours. And it had a stash on it. <laughs> It would be yours, but I'm not, but I'm not gay. <laughs> it's funny, uh, as far as Facebook posts goes as of late, never have I wanted uh, Retarf to still have access to my page more than when I want to say it was, I don't know, maybe Monday of this week or one day last week when I shared. Uh, I realized that the right, capital R, is super concerned about this caravan and wants to take very real action by sending troops to the border. Already have, yeah. But can't we just send thoughts and prayers and call it a day? <laughs> I saw that. Uh, that one got a lot of attention, and I was like, never have I wanted Retarve to still see this shit more than this one. Oh, because man. that's a good jab. Like, oh we're, oh, we're worried about something impacting the nation. We're going to send troops to the border to... to to, to, to make a difference, why not just send thoughts and prayers? Because that's be, all you need. It would be, <laughs> it's a little cheaper. <laughs> send truckloads. Oh, truckloads yeah, of thoughts and prayers. Yeah, that's <laughs> all you need to resolve any major just issue. caravans. Are you concerned about something? Well, don't do anything about it. <laughs> Think and pray and call it a day. Some people like to throw money at the problem and for human resources. That's a fun t-shirt. Think and pray, call it a day. <laughs> They sell millions of them. <laughs> or at least a handful. Yeah, I see that one as like a 29er. <laughs> like 29, 30 shirts will sell. Yeah. Think and pray, call it a day. <laughs> oh, is that the shark? Oh, nice. We'll, uh, we'll do it on a red t-shirt in white letters in the MAGA font. Oh, I was looking at some of the... I went online to his, to his uh, website. Is Donald J. Trump president. I don't know what his official is, but whatever the official, you can go shopping in there. Mm -hmm. Bro... You have the like it's president of the United States selling a shirt. He's got merch. He's got merch on his website. And this is again, this was up on the website the day of, of his of this past midterm and it's cocaine Mitch. Like I was like, he's in your party, bro. 
Like, you're still selling that shirt that says Lion Ted. Lion Ted. The man that I was just campaigning with in Texas to to barely beat better. They still are selling a shirt that says Cocaine Mitch. And you're like, what is the logic? He's on your side. I don't want to get it. It's just a picture of really old, you know, juggy nut, that nasty neck. Mitch McConnell just says fucking half face eating Gary Oldman from Hannibal. That's what he looks like to me. That's a good one. He looks like a turtle had sex with Gary Oldman from Hannibal. I'm Mason Roger. By far, the greatest sighting, apart from just the cultural stuff that goes on, one of the greatest things I saw at the Native American powwow last weekend with the girls, they have vendors everywhere. Yeah. And I, like, fucking tractor beam sucked me right in. (laughs) It was a blue T-shirt with Sitting Bull on it, screen printed, half tones, and he's wearing a MAGA hat. And oh. I was like, oh, shit, I got to get up on this. And I, as I walk up to it, the lady running the tent says, that's the last one, and it's a medium. And I look at it, and the hat says, make America native again. Oh. I was like, oh, you know, a large and any other color. She's like, nope, I've got one blue medium left. Those went fast. <laughs> I was like, I'd wear this. <laughs> Good shirt idea. Yeah. There's probably one online somewhere. We got to get back in the shirt game. Well, we can start with Think and Pray, Call It a Day. Think and Pray, Call It a Day. (laughs) (laughs) Be a good jab. That'll definitely start a conversation at uh, the Don't call your mayor, just thoughts and prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs the Senate? Give God a minute. like something literally like like you would hear during a protest rally for prohibition who needs the senate give god a minute who needs the senate give god a minute <laughs> oh man think and pray call it a day who de- needs the senate a, give god a minute it'd be a nice one to play on always sunny be a demon rum ham so you do the tie in the demon rum from prohibition <laughs> to the rum ham just an angry rub ham with yeah, with vampire angry, teeth yeah. and angry eyes Boy, I think I'd rather be, I guess they would all go and eat the Meg and avoid him. Oh, yeah, to get back to the Meg, I'm sure you saw it just now. Oh. Somehow or another, Jason Statham clung to the side of the Meg, and as it rocket launched its body into the air, he stabbed it in the eye, which is enough to kill it, apparently. Yeah, he put a pretty big gash down his side there. And then fell hard down into the water with... With you know a shark this you know size of, they're going to be eating for a small building for days. Yeah, and this is I think that's the Rebecca Remain lookalike. This is where you see the little dog come back. So you thought the dog got eaten the whole time. It's kind of out of your mind at this point because you just saw Jason Statham literally knife <laughs> a shark the size of a Marta bus, like it's no big deal. So you've forgotten about the dog, but all of a sudden you see he the pops little up dog. In that little hole. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that little dog's been swimming this whole time. His tiny. The, the, the picture, the face Statham made was kind of like, fuck it, let's just keep going. I don't want to take any chances. Fuck that face was like, where? Oh, I really wish Sylvester Stallone would have called me again. This movie's fucking ridiculous. At least in those movies, I'm killing, you know, uh, Nigerian bad guys. The thing is, like, people went and saw it. This they, movie? Yeah. Oh, because I was going to say the the uh, Expendables movies. Oh, they love those. I love those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have one of them on DVD. Yeah. 
I can watch. We should watch the Expendables movies. Those movies. That the one where are the, fantastic. Chuck Norris did his own Chuck Norris joke where you get. After I got bitten by a rattlesnake, and after three days of horrible pain and anguish, the rattlesnake died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might have been the third one, dude. I was they, sucker. They get for Chuck Norris. They jokes. get more ridiculous as those movies go on. I'm still reeling from <laughs> from Don't Call the Senate. Give God a minute. <laughs> don't give the. Sen- Wait, what is it? Don't call the Senate, give God a minute. Don't call Senate, give God a minute. Don't call Senate, give God a minute. Leave that stupid old Senate alone and let God just pick up the phone. There you go. There Think you go. and pray and call it a day. Think, Think and pray. No, damn it, no. No, Randy, Randy. Randy, come on in here for a second. Yes? Help us write a song called Think and Pray and Call It a Day. So, you've been in high school for the last four years, and all of a sudden, there's a boom. It's a gunman, and it's going to kill you, so you better start to call for help. Don't call for help, just kick up the phone. I think we got away from the Senate aspect. We went to a school shooting, a little bit darker than I thought. Okay, hold on a second. When do I? When do the toys come in? <laughs> No, I think you're confused. We were going to, it's a school shooting scenario. We have to, we're mocking the the imp, the lack of impact from the government and the thoughts and prayers. Right, but the cowboy doll. Right, the cab, yeah. When does the cowboy doll come in? All right, you know what, Randy? We're going to, we're going to call gonna it a day on. on this one. We're going to move on. And we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Chuck Berry to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> Put down that gun uh, and piss on them people. Did you see that guy's name? Adrian DeWitt? No. It's pretty, it's <laughs> worthwhile. Don't pick up the gun, just piss on people. <laughs> Get a video camera and watch women pee. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I had a special glass table made just for me. Whatever you do, don't shoot up some kids. Just think and pray and call it a day. Woo! Leave the Senate out of this. <laughs> Forget the Senate, give God a minute, and watch them women pee from the bottom. All right, Chuck, that didn't rhyme, but I like the enthusiasm. Let's go again. Let's go again. The, can I have a five, Dennis? Can I have a five? The room smells like piss and shit, and he's getting way off message. Let's take a break. Let's regroup. Maybe everyone can take a shower. Hint, hint. I'm taking one. We'll come back, and we'll try this again. Maybe get Randy Newman back on the phone. He, oh. he, he was enthusiastic, too, and he smells a lot less like pee. I bet Randy Newman just smells like cured meats. <laughs> cured meats with, like... Uh, that old towel smell. It's a little sweaty. Like, like a mothball-y? <laughs> Is that what you mean? Is that like Bali old or no? Like the bath towel that you've reused for one day too many, and uh, so it's got that gym funk on it. That's a good question. What is the what is your cutoff on a towel towel usage? How many uh, days? Two three days max. But it, I I before I dry, I give it a smell check. Okay. If, it, if it has that salty sweat, you know, been drying in a high school locker room smell to it, it's not getting used. Yeah. Because whatever effort you just put into washing yourself is going to be squandered by this funky-ass towel. Right. 
And, you know, it's beyond B.O. It's that salty, sweaty, <laughs> just, you know, gross skin smell. It's like if it's on the towel, that's no good. One, two, three days. And then you got to cycle out. Yeah. Well, we've finished Meg. Um, <laughs> I think we can keep Meg as a short pod, if you ask for my opinion. <laughs> we've covered so much of it. We've learned so much about Megalodon and the animal that did actually exist. Yeah. Talked a little Jason Statham. Talked a little Jason Statham. Came up with some great anti-gun rhymes. <laughs> Think and pray, call it a day. Don't call a cynic, give God a minute. <laughs> they gotta be, they're going to pop up now. I'm telling you, we're going to see this, the T-shirt come across our feed. In just no time. think and pray and call it a day and piss on that woman. <laughs> come here, give me a kiss. Get away from me, bitch. You smell like piss. Get away, you smell like piss. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole What a raging asshole He'd all over his chick Come here, give me, give me, give me a kiss Get the fuck out of here, you smell like piss <laughs> Go wash yourself off Alright, now go give me my breakfast Oh, he would <laughs> Well and That was what I alluded to at the very beginning There's doo-doo lore around Chuck, Chuck Berry Just not the glass table You that, just can't help yourself that's, now That's one of those things where when you hear about it your mind's gone places. You've thought of some fucked up shit on your own. You've got things that maybe you're into you don't tell people about. But then when you hear that the man who started the St. Jude's Hospital for Children. Let's not besmirch the man's good memory. <laughs> it's like kids going to. What? Yeah, look, we all have. What? Our, we all have our things. I, I don't. Like you said, we all have our things. Yeah. This guy makes toe suckers look normal. I mean, I. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> You don't like toes? Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty... I'm You're pretty, anti-foot? Uh, I'm, I'm anti-foot, yeah. <laughs> I like feet in the sense that I like, th- I like my wife's feet. Well, cute. surely you're not more anti-foot than you are anti-butt. See, you just, you, you've spun fake news about... My, I mean, just because I don't have, you know, a lot of butt experience doesn't mean I'm, like, completely against it. <laughs> you make it seem like I'm just, like... Oh, you just seem repulsed by by the butthole. Well, I I don't think it's I think it is to be repulsed by. There are some who would say it's just another erogenous zone. Well, there was others that say no, it's just somewhere you take poops out of. <laughs> but I would I would I find myself in the middle of this argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just given your face and reaction to the notion of toe sucking, no, oh, that was just different. It's just <laughs> if you because I mean I've just seen too many. Just awful toes. <laughs> you just seen no stair steppers like what Southside Steve used to call them. Yeah, yeah, just bad, just bad toes. Feeler toes. Yeah. That's what he oh would... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's one of my favorite terms of his. Where the toe next to the big one is longer than it is. <laughs> that's what you call a feeler toe, and that's out. She's not getting the lemon test. She's got a feeler toe. <laughs> You need perfect stair steppers or no lemon test. What's the lemon test? Well, that's when you squirt lemon juice on your fingers and then you put your hand up her skirt. And if she reacts, you know, she's got something and you don't want to fuck with her. It's like, what a brilliant moron this man is. What a brilliant moron. I am. am, I'm almost 100 percent that lemon test of his is is garbage, but it's still funny. And I do remember the, the, the toe issue for him was a big deal. The feeler toe. The feeler toe. I love that term. 
Like this man over here with the feeler toe and the lemon toes. No, I don't have. I don't. I don't have like a huge problem with toe sucking. I just seen too many, like I said, busted ass toes. Too many feeler toes. But like with you, you make the the anal like the butt. I don't like to talk about poo poo. <laughs> but those two go hand in hand. That's doo doo baby. That's doo doo baby. <laughs> I don't like to talk about those things. No. I like a good. Let me stop you there. I've told a good poop story. Yeah. I'm not saying it. I, I don't edit any man, but it's not like I sit here and I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't listen to a podcast if every time. Well, and I wouldn't either. Came up. I just wanted to come call me fact checker Hickman uh, part doe. <laughs> I just wanted to correct what came out on last week's that the coffee table doo doo story is not in fact Chuck Berry lore. It's um, the, it, the very flawed but decent man. <laughs> Who uh, once started a, yeah. a hospital for children? Uh, Danny Thomas. Who every time that when I was reading it, every time I would read the name Danny Thomas, I would think Dave Thomas. I was like, no, <laughs> that's the Wendy's guy. He could have been in it too, into it too, I suppose. But yeah. that's not who this is about. That would have been more disturbing if you ask me. Well, there's also a story that that the Wendy's guy shot a home intruder. You ever heard that story? I mean, good for him. Someone came in my house, and I'm Dave Thomas, and I'm trying to go to work tomorrow to make some of the greatest square patties. It's fresh, never frozen, bitch. <laughs> Who ordered the side of chili? <laughs> Wendy's is the only fast food place offering chili. Uh, you know, I used to think this was a because fa- I used to get that chili all the time. I poured mm-hmm. over one of their famous baked potatoes. Yeah, and. Someone I was like, you know, I used to work there. I, I generally eat there because I, I, I thought food prep was always safe. But the only thing I would never eat is the chili. And I was like, why? And he's like, because it's not, I'm not saying that it's like the super grossest thing. But like they take at the end of the day, at the end of, on a, on a flat top, there's all those miscellaneous pieces of beef. Mm-hmm. That over a day or an hour, whatever it may be, whenever mm-hmm. they're making their next bet. Yeah. They don't add, they're not like sauteing up ground beef. They're just taking all those those hamburger bits that are it's on like, that grill. Yeah, it's like cracklings at Ca- Captain D's. Exactly. You're just getting runoff. And uh, he's like, then they, they put, if there's not enough, they might take a couple burgers and just chop them up. But that's what goes in the chili. And I was like, I don't know why at the time I thought, I was like, oh, that's, that's, above, that's below me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I look back on it now, I'm like, um, uh, Wendy's, no, I won't have the chili. <laughs> What I will have is a triple baconator. And a conversation with the area manager. <laughs> I'd like a triple baconator and an extra large frosty. <laughs> Keep that nasty ass chili away from me. I'm better than that. Two large fries. <laughs> Do you have the little ketchup cups? I like the ketchup cups. <laughs> Gonna need a spicy chicken sandwich to go. But hold that fucking gross ass chili. <laughs> I will not touch that. Yeah, see, I used to do that they, <laughs> when they used to have. Um, what did they have? They had those uh, like seasonal salads that would be real popular. I like how this one's ending on fast food. This is always <laughs> where these should end. But they had a seasonal salad. It was like a, a nacho salad, taco mm-hmm. salad, I should yeah. say. And I, it came with a bowl of chili, and you just plop the chili on it, and mixed in all your sauces and sour creams and. Avocado, and you just—it was delicious. Went to town. Went to town, which is another funny story. Leah was Leah made the the mistake of falling in love with Zaxby's Asian zinger salad. 
And I was telling her, it's limited time. You better. <laughs> well, because when Zaxby says it, they mean it. Yeah. In limited time, you know. This ain't the make rib. No. It's not coming back in six months. No, you might not ever see it again. But she what? was she was doing some housework, helping my mom get ready for their move. And she went to Zaxby's and it was one of those things like, it's just like if you and I, we said tomorrow at 12, we're meeting at the Wing Ranch. Mm-hmm. You know that you would wake up. You'd probably go to bed. Thing in Wing Ranch. Yeah. You wake up, and after the kid stuff, you Wing Ranch, yes. I had Wing Ranch for lunch today. And it's like you get over there, and fucking Wing Ranch is closed. Or even worse, they're open, but they don't have the two flavors that you always get. Yeah. So when they went through that show. They don't have wings. They just have fish. Yeah. Like and today, corn dogs. today we have corn dogs and fish sticks. <laughs> Which, uh, my dad hasn't gotten the fish, but he's gotten the corn dogs a few times. It's like, I don't want wings, but just give me something from there. Corn dog? Well, what do you want? And he'll look at the menu like, give me two corn dogs. Like, I didn't even know they serve corn dogs. They do. They're cheap, too. I remember I, I got them like two corn dogs and a side of fries, and it was like $4. <laughs> I was like, how much are these corn dogs? I was like, I don't know. At this price, it's best not to ask. Well, all that being, she ordered this salad with my mom in the car, and the guy was like, oh, I'm sorry. That was limited time, and it ended yesterday. Oh, we've replaced that with the uh, Aztec dingleberry salad. <laughs> Yeah, we replaced that. I love that she thinks I would. She's like, "That's I think you like that salad." And I was like, "Did you hear the recipe for that salad? It's more fruit than it is salad." <laughs> if I wanted the fruit bowl, yeah, with some lettuce tosser in it, I would get that. Yeah, but just get me a fruit bowl, toss a few fucking leaves in there, and then give me a oh even better, give me a fruity vinaigrette. Because how do I make this fruit stand out so well? I'll put a fruity vinegar on top of it. <laughs> but she thinks I would like those salads. Uh, the, it's got mangoes and it's got walnuts. I'm like, oh, does it have cucumber and onion? Like, can we just yeah. get? I like a tiny. I like a smidge of fruit in a salad. Like, like if what I, though? Like dried if, something? Cranberry? No, like if I get a salad and it's mostly good shit, but there's some blueberries in it or some strawberries, strawberries. or like apples and walnuts is a good one or pear and walnut. I've, I've had many a pear and walnut salad, like one fruit and it's balanced with onions and everything else. All right. All I right. like a fruit, like most Asian salads are Mandarin. Yeah. Mandarin oranges yeah. is the is almonds. The, yeah. Yeah. But if the salad is mostly fruit and lettuce was an afterthought, <laughs> I'm not into that. Like nobody wants to sit down and eat cantaloupe and chicken <laughs> in the same bite. Nobody wants that. This, uh, not people this, from the Congo I might, get, I but I don't. Out. Just because we talk about other comedians we love. That was one of my favorite later in his career jokes was Mitch Hagberg trying to explain that people think as a comedian, you once you get big, you get big. But he's like, but it's not true because one night a couple weeks ago, I was supposed to I was booked for the David Letterman show and it ran long and I got bumped. But they pay me. So I got $900. So I went immediately to my dad and said, Fuck you, dad. I just got paid $900 to eat some cantaloupe. Because <laughs> that's all he did in the back room because <laughs> they had all the spread foods, you know? Yeah. So he just sat there for an hour and a half, got bumped, got his $1,000 check. And he's like, I just got paid to eat cantaloupe for an hour. <laughs> Thousand bucks. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. <laughs> I bought a donut the other day. They asked me if I wanted a receipt. I said, no. This is a donut. We do not need to bring ink and paper into this. I do not envision a scenario where I'll have to prove that I bought this donut. (laughs) Yeah, it's in the file cabinet under D. (laughs) 
So I escalated the day that was broke down, and they had a sign up front. It should have said, sorry for the convenience. Stairs. Yeah, that dude. We lost that guy far too early, man. 2005. Yeah. 13 years. He's a comedian. Steven Wright's another one where I can listen to their albums over and over and over again and get just as much joy out of them. The Storyteller comics I like, but they don't... Uh, the album doesn't hold up after so many listens because you've heard the stories. But those one-liners, Anthony Jeselnik, mm-hmm. Stephen Wright, Hedberg, you can you can hear those one-liners over and over and over again. They never get old. Well, we're being told that we've reached our volume point. We should probably wrap this one up. Yeah, we got a baby and... Sick lady. A sick lady yeah. in the house, which is why this has been a very NPR version of <laughs> this pod thing of ours. Tonight, I'm... Dubbing. T-P-T-O. This is It's such an exaggerated. I love Lois, too. She's kind of hot. I don't know if you've ever seen her. I have not. Like late 50s. She's hot. She's right up my realtor magazine alley. Yeah, probably shouldn't have said that. If we sign up big and someone's going to go back through our audio files and we'll be doing a... She'll be like, so tell me. I heard... On episode 37 <laughs> of this pod thing of ours, which is taking a weird turn into the caca. <laughs> Just two episodes, let it go. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, let's wrap this one up and we'll give up. This has been episode 37. W F U C K K K I was going to do like for 2018. It's plenty of case for 2018. WFUCK. The BAM 97.5 having to be extra quiet because there's a sick lady upstairs. We're going to take things out with uh, a band. You may have heard of them. (laughs) I'm stalling for time because I can't think of their name. Oh, fuck it. Let's just put on another Daughtry record for the moms out there. Hello.